0: Evening, folks. I was just waiting to be flipped over to my rightful position there. (laughs) I saw
1: what I mean, Stephen. Well,
2: Arsenal backstage here. I kept doing for
1: the streaming
2: that. You you get flipped over for your right position, Ross?
0: (laughs) 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 this is is a bad start. Anyway, evening everyone, and welcome along to the Endless Celts podcast. It's Friday night, uh, and we're here to talk a wee bit of Scotland to start with, and then. We'll move into the usual Celtic stuff. Just want to say, welcome all everybody in the comments. Jed's in first there, I see. Missed what he said. Somebody took it down too quick. Ross is the drive. I'm on the comments uh, hey. tonight. That's where everyone <laughs> <wonderful. laughs> Five and drive, Jed. Five and drive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, we'll start off. Uh, I haven't hosted for a wee while, so I'll uh, bring back the Super 6 results. Uh, I know oh. it wasn't the one last week, but everybody's been sort of messing it out, and I've been rather disappointed and like quietly raging about it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm joking, but uh, <clears throat> obviously the, the the top five Franny is at the top still. Still, he, uh, aye, he, it, it, he's not going to count at the end because he's part of the the podcast team, so he's not going to be the winner. He's not going to receive the prize. That's just not how We we'll need to discuss a prize, by the way. We've not, <laughs> we've not done that yet. But I'm thinking something along the lines of a wee endless salt smug or something. Nothing, uh, nothing fancy, you know. Like a, tub, totally like, that.
2: like a tub, tub of Vaseline or something.
0: Uh, <laughs>
2: Vaseline, <laughs>
0: Vaseline. <laughs> but uh, aye, so we've got Franny on three eight one. Doesn't count. Uh, Stephen Coltart is on three five nine. Then we've got Mark Robertson on 356, James Bowie 347, and uh, Jamie Latimer on 343. Three. So it's, other than Franny, it's quite compact there. I'm coming up their tails. Uh, oh my God, this is not going well. I'm coming up their tails and getting <laughs> into <laughs> in my favourite position. <laughs> is
1: that what happens in the
0: fight? How do you do take, it. I need <laughs> take the keys out of this? I'm getting it. <laughs> Just abandon it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's what
3: happens in a Friday night. That's what happens.
1: From in Sunny Folk House. Let's try to work at that picture. Is it mate? It is. Week same Friday. I was trying to work at that picture there, but I can't work out who it. Aye, ah, I
0: know. I can't. I don't know. either Can you get it back up? Oh my god! Well,
1: well. <laughs> <laughs> so many endings, man. Nah, I think mm, I know. I don't...
0: I'm not sure, but anyway, welcome along mate, nice to have you in the comments Um, Before we get started into the real stuff, I'll do obviously the pleasantries Uh, Our show sponsor, you'll see either side, Sharna Apparel Clothing Um, You'll see it in the description below, you'll get a 10% discount if you just follow what's in the description below Uh, Go onto the site, have a look, I've had a wee look myself, I've not actually bought anything yet But I have got my wee BDI on the khaki um, hoodie, it's got the wee star mm. on it. It's not got any writing across it or that, but it's a really nice hoodie. Um, maybe I'll, I'll save up my pocket money for the next year. And <laughs> maybe I'll be able to buy it, but we'll, we'll <laughs> see what happens. But I uh, got on it because there's some nice stuff on it, uh, and they've actually. But I noticed they brought out a new. Uh, I think it's like a summer range. There's yep, some t-shirts. Yep. They're they're more like lighter colours, with light blues and pinks and that. And they they. Obviously, the well you see, Steven top, the writing's quite big on the front there, but the new stuff—it's just a wee one on the sort of bib, if you like. <laughs> uh, so I uh, get get on it's it and fierce. get yourselves get yourselves involved yeah. in the discount. No chance. It's a that double XL,
2: double <laughs> XL, just, just for the muscles, it's nothing else. A fucking, <laughs> it's an either down. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tent. I use it as a tent at night. Hook Got a wee fargo <laughs>
3: um,
0: <coughs> Right so we'll get into it anyway We'll start off uh, Obviously it was the international breaks. So we'll start off uh, with Scotland uh, They started their uh, Euro 2024 uh, Campaign Two wins two, uh, Five goals Zero conceded Norway dropped points uh, A start's go for any You couldn't hear a better script could you
1: no, certainly not. I mean, I appreciate so it's the two home games. You've got to try and win all of them, I suppose, against Spain. That maybe, you yeah, maybe, before the game, or before the group in, if you can take in, for that uh, that picture at home, it's maybe a bonus. Uh, but, now you can not ask for a better start, like Ross, like you said, with the two, anyway, the two wins, and then Norway dropping points to, was it Moldova? It was
0: Moldova. Um, no Moldova. Um, Georgia, yeah.
1: There's Excuse me. me Gloria Glory Hunter coming out, can't remember his on our <laughs> group. <Yeah. laughs> but as I said, never denied that. Never denied that. So I'm no no I'm I'm all I'm all in the new, but I suppose if some negative results go away will be thinking International Football Shite again. But nah, <laughs> certainly it's been a a great start with some some top performance performances. Well, McTominay's the obvious one, but obviously McGinn again just turns up Stevens, man. I mean Portis what are you going to say about the guy the guys I <laughs> guy was ridiculous the two games. Absolute ridiculous. And Grant Hanley as well, guys like that just and Angus Gunn was a wee surprise, obviously we didn't know much about eh, him coming in. But I think the starts go, it's it's probably up there way. The best if no one of them that Scotland so Certainly in <sighs> recent years anyway, it's probably the best starting.
0: Well, I their their best. Mm. I think it's the first time they've won their opening game and I can't remember many years, but it's, right. it's a long, long time. Uh, but yeah. then to back that up and go and beat Spain, you, you, like you said, you look at that game and you're thinking that, that that's not a free hit as such because you're at home. You're looking to take a point. I, I say, I, I think at best, I was hoping for a point and I really believe we could get that. But to go out and play the way we did, I think you look back at uh, oh, yeah. like say when we beat France uh, the home and away, uh, we've beat Italy we've beat uh, Holland down the years, but all of the games were like one 0 and it was backs to the wall. It was really, really defensive. The Scotland team are far better, in my opinion. They're a better team than any of the Scotland teams that have won the games before that done it backs to the wall. Scotland, and I know Spain are in transition, but we, we, when we were when we were able to, we kept the ball for me really well, used it really well, they all look composed on the ball and like you say, Ryan Porteous, I thought Stephen, I'll come to you Uh, you, you've been a a fan of Porteous, looking for Celtic to bring him in, and I still maintain that I'm not sure that he he would be good enough for Celtic, I think him moving to England is probably better for him, it gets him away from all the shite because he's got this sort of Name with the refs and, st- and stuff. I think that he, he's and the, the company probably maybe keeps in Edinburgh. No, totally hundred percent sure on that. But I think it, the, the move down south was the right move for him. But in terms of the two games, eh, I thought he's been he was absolutely outstanding for Scotland. What, what did you? Th- I don't know if you've seen the two games or was it just I the Spain the- game you watched.
2: I watched the Spain game and then I caught up with the highlights of the Cyprus game. Obviously, no, we were going to speak about it, but um, <laughs> like Franny, I can't, I can't deny me that the rest of football have a dodgy relationship sometimes of <laughs> interest and sometimes not. But see, to be fair, I remember when Gordon Strachan came in as Scotland manager and when he got sacked, I was quite shocked because he was doing well. I think he had a good run. And then <laughs> it went at the one of a lull and then they got Steve Clark and took him a while to obviously implement his style. But one thing you do notice with the team, like you said, Ross, that, like, it's a team for the Premier League players, mixed in with the best players from Celtic, mixed in with Champions League winners as well. So it's not like you can go and be like, there's no quality here, or, or they're playing with bog standard SPFL players or whatever. I mean, you look at Porteus, for example, prim, I mean, case in point, he was excellent against Spain, I thought he was just going to, just let all out there on the pitch and go to sleep. He he was just an absolute menace. He he, he tortured their their um, their strikers. Uh, Big Hosalu, who come on, or did he go off? I he just, cried uh, about he everything. Aye. 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 and then uh, boards that come on the, the second half. But Porteous for me, like <laughs> I, I know I bang the drum for him Like some of it was a bit lighthearted as well, just have a wee bit of a laugh for you guys. But I always saw it in my in my eyes that the quality he had with playing with Hibbs I mean, he played alongside that uh, Hanlon, he was coming up 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 and coming player, learning off him. Broke into the Scotland setup while he was still with Hibbs. And you look at Kobayashi, you look at Starfelt, and I look at it and be like. Porteus could probably fit in there somewhere if we had to take the chance. I think, like when Kobay- like I was saying Kobiasi, he could have played maybe two or three games in that period like he done. You know, you look at the differences between him and Wells, So it's all about boosting that defence. And I definitely do think Porteus could do that. I mean, if if you look at the team in general, the Scottish team, the goals against Cyprus, there was the second goal, I believe, Ryan Christie closed the ball down and ran for it. Like his life depended on it, it was going to go out. He kept it in, crossed it in, and Hank McTominay finished it off. He was brilliant. By the way, not these rumors about him going to Sevco, I don't, I don't want that <laughs>
3: happen. I don't want him
2: going there alone because he was he was <laughs> sublime. I know there's question marks. I know he was used in a back free before and, and and all that type of stuff. But his position is midfield. He's he's just a box to box midfielder. He's he's on the ball. I still don't understand why to play like John McGinn on the right hand side of like a a forward free, so to speak, but like Christie or whatever. I like begin in the midfield because I think he can add a lot there. But again, I can't really say enough. And he scored a cracking goal against Cyprus. I think that's fifteen Scally's goals or sixteen he has, and he's been excellent. I I, I really love Aaron Hickey. I think Aaron Hickey is a fantastic player, mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. fact as well, they've morphed him in their right back, and he plays in Italy for Bologna at uh, left back and has his natural possession, But is he does look so. Like... Oh, Brent...
1: Brentford, Brentford! Sorry, he Brentford, did. He, he went to Brentford.
2: My bad. But he, I, he went there in the summer. when I'm talking uh-huh. about. Just thinking about his performances in Serie a, but he's oh, yeah, yeah. so composed on the ball. He's deceivingly quick. He has a good delivery. And then against Spain, like I know you said there, Spain are, are obviously going through tra- transition, <laughs> but in the 95th minute, our captain, Cal McGregor, takes the ball, rips off Gabby like he wasn't there, and nearly set up Shanklin for a goal. And I think Shanklin, that was a tired shot, in my opinion. I thought he could have done so much better. I think he just lost the puff when he got there, because he only came on. And, I don't like this whole conception, Rodri coming out being like, uh, they're boring, they play rubbish football. At the end of the day, you play what you're up against. You have to find a way to beat teams like that. And so out of Scotland they are a bit dogged and a bit rough and get in your face? They're not going to let you play football. They're not going to let the likes of Sabellas, whoever it may be on the ball, just have time and be like, oh, I'll pick out uh, Hosley up front for a goal, and make it easy like that. No, you get stuck in and I fought the Hamden crowd. I text you guys watching it. I was surprised. It was absolutely mental. It was rocking the place, and it was just good seeing that the nation come together, so to speak. And uh, yeah, it was. I, I mean, for an international campaign, uh, two games, six points, top of the group, aren't they? By one, I think, or by mm-hmm. two, maybe. Uh, so, three, three, I. Yeah, so yeah. Steve Clark's done an incredible job, and my tell you in the comments. But when Rogers left, I kind of wanted Steve Clark, and before. Rodgers as well. I was saying Steve Clark because of what well, he done the Premier League with West Brom and always like I like the way he played on the counter. And I know people find it boring, but seeing you're hitting teams that with a pace that Scotland had been, then you know what I mean. But yeah, excellent, excellent performance, excellent management, done the right substitutions at the right time, and a great start to the Euro qualifying campaign. So just
1: yeah, I absolutely. the way like Aye. Rogers comments, I think it's like I, I like that for Scotland. There was. A wee bit of the dark arts involved in that. They were slowing the game down at the right time and stuff. They might have been going down a wee bit easy with challenges, and then I running the clock down a bit. You've When you're up against, like you say, I know Spain. Only they Spain for a few years ago, but they're still Spain. At the end of the day, they have still got top top players and their team guys that have won Champions Leagues and uh, La Liga yeah. titles and Premiership t- titles and that. So there's, there's top players. So that. You've got to sometimes do things to, to upset <laughs> upset the game and stuff. And especially when you're up to 0 you'll see many teams will, will do it. They just they do that thing where they'll they will slow a game down. They don't want an opposition team to get any momentum and stuff. So I was I loved the comments with Roger and I was sitting and going, I, that's what you want. Faye a Scotland. Uh, going forward is doing things like that and Stevens, well it's
2: not even and, it's not even that as well the are backing up with quality like, I know that's what I, was, that's what
1: I was, I was going to say Maybe was... like, the, uh, the, the players on the team like guys that are playing in the EPL with better players against better players and everybody wants to turn there's hardly any pull outs of the squad everybody mm-hmm. seems to turn up whether that be friendlies or the qualifiers I don't know they didn't really play much friendlies now because this Nations League but rarely do you hear anybody pulling out with me Neg lunges and stuff. Uh, everybody you know. wants to turn up. Everybody wants to play. And if only, if only Callum McGregor had that ball and no Stuart Armstrong or the, the years ago in Wembley and didn't <laughs> give the ball <water laughs> Hurricane. Oh, aye, I know. Eh? <laughs> By the
0: way, uh, just touching on what you've said there, like I agree with you like Scotland did in the second half. I don't think they were throwing themselves to the ground constantly no. and time wasting and. Being like that, I think they managed
1: the game well. I think.
0: When when aye, they managed the game really well. But when the no, the opportunity was there to go down because they did go down genuinely, right? They went down genuinely, but obviously when when they're down, you milk it a wee bit, you stay down a wee bit longer, you pull at your socks all the rest of it. But at the same time, any time, like I said earlier, any time Scotland got the ball and they had the opportunity to go and try and play, there was no fear. They they done that. They went and played. They passed the ball because that's that's. Well, look at, we've look got at players like for that. I know. Great, great
1: opportunity.
0: Unbelievable. unbelievable. That, that that's <laughs> to touch on as well. That run for Tierney was absolutely phenomenal. Oh, like that was the yeah. Tierney old right. I'm i to you, Stephen, on Tierney. Um, for me, like I said, that was the Tierney old. Um, obviously, we've not seen a great deal at this season, at Arsenal injury was stuff like that, and then obviously they brought in Zinchenko. It's been difficult for him to get into the team. <sighs> I don't know. I I, I think on his, on his game, Tierney is one of the best left-backs in world football. Zinchenko is probably a, a tidier football player than Tierney, but in terms of work rate, defensive quality and that, it doesn't come close to Tierney. Um, But do you think uh, Obviously touching his performance uh, The other night against Spain uh, Stephen In terms of his Arsenal career Do you think he needs to move away from Arsenal Or do you think he can break back into the team Or do you think think If he stays injury free for long enough He'll be able to break back into the team
2: well, I mean, first of all, Alistair, with a great point here, Ross, the flashpoint with Robertson. I fought 100%. Very he was lucky. Aye. Very lucky not to yeah. get the red. But again, the the luck went that way with the VAR. We wouldn't see that for us in the SPFL. But no. regarding like Tierney, I mean, you look at him, and he had that hip injury for years when he when he left us and joined Arsenal. They kind of come up now and then, like a flexor, whatever it's called. And I think Man City must be kicking themselves, to be honest. They give Arsenal, Jesus and Chichenko... And they're going to win the league basically with them in the team. Do you know what I mean? It's like it's, it's <laughs> yeah. madness. You it's, know, it's madness of things like that happen. But I think for Tierney, I think his his time in Arsenal's done, unless they make him into that third centre half again, that like the like Steve asked Clark's managed to do with Robertson the left back and and Tierney making them run some deep. Because from what you've seen of him against Spain, that run he took Carvajal to the dentist and the back again. He does. He stopped, <laughs> faded away, moved, and he, he was gone from a, a, four, like a four-time Champions League winner, the Liga winner, left him for dirt. And, do you know, what I mean? that's that's a quarantine that we love watching for Celtic. And you, you look at all the, the made-up dreams about him come back to Celtic, and I can't see that. And I think I said it in, a, in another podcast, and I don't really believe that we have the financial capability. And also, I like Moe Gregory there at the minute. Do you know, what I mean? Gregory's doing the doing job. like, And as long as he stays injury-free, I'll be happy. But. Going to the, I know there's rumours about Newcastle and stuff like that. If he wants to team up with Eddie Howe and, and the project they're building, I think that could suit, suit him down to the ground. I think they're playing like Dan Burn at left-back at times, and he's, a, he's an out-and-out centre-back. So I, I could see him moving on, and it's not no fault of his own. I, I hear people on TalkSport, I hear people on Match of the Day sometimes saying, why is he not getting more game time? Ian Wright loves him, and he's an Arsenal legend, and he wants him to get more game time. And sometimes injuries play a part in your career, not working out at the club. I mean, it did work out at the start. Let's be fair. He was, he was fantastic, but it's took a hold of him. And maybe it was the fact that we played him and over relied on points as well, catching up with him that young in his career. So that's probably played a big part in it. And I remember him talking in, in, uh open goal with Cy Ferry and Slaney. And he was so honest about this whole Celtic situation and how sad it made him. And, and you believe that you can feel it's genuine and, I want him to do the best. I want him to win more league trophies. I want him to win uh, Champions Leagues. I want him to do whatever he wants in his career because he's a sally legend in my eyes. And it's 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 like as he Bundesliga and the Liga? I think he could fit into the most top teams in the world. I think he could play for Madrid, no problem. I think he could play for a Bar Munich, no problem. So I mean it's up to him where his next move's gonna be. And one thing he'll be sure of, lots of clubs will be after.
0: Aye, like just what you're saying there. I, I agree. I think he can play for most top clubs. Um, but then you look at it and you're like, how can he not get into this Arsenal? He is back. Obviously, he's been off. He's not a hundred percent fit, but he is back, sort of fit. But you look at it, and Franny, we've, we've talked about Zinchenko there. Even I think is it Tommy Asu? I think he plays out there. Uh, oh,
2: he's, good as well. he's right back. He, he, he plays right back. I he's I like right back. back as
1: well.
0: Aye, but you've yeah. seen him filling in, but I don't know if it's because Tierney has been injured at the time or if he's he's going with Tommy Asu over Tierney.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm not sure. Did Arteta sign Tierney or was it... Um,
1: no, I think it was the Spanish boy. Emery. Emery. Uh, Emery. Emery. Yeah. Emery. Aye. What's your kind of thoughts a, on... I think that's a good
0: sign. Don't be surprised. I think he'll end up at Newcastle, to aye. be honest with you. Um uh, Obviously, that's what you think as well, Franny. But just tell us what you think. Of, obviously, Tierney's Arsenal situation and his performance all night.
1: Uh, it's like you said. Like injuries this season certainly have they helped him and stuff. And obviously, the former of Sinchenko, It's <coughs> and I think maybe Sinchenko's a better footballer, I think, than than Tierney. And you see, Arsenal want to play that sort of thing, inverted fullback as well. And maybe Tierney's just maybe struggling to adapt to that. Maybe it will take time and to sort of convert into that sort of inverted full-back it seems that that's the way our title explains. you see it Sienchenko seems to pop up in the middle of the park a lot and stuff so mm-hmm. I think right now Sanchenko's better suited to that style and we see it as well when you, you flip it to Celtic it's like if a team's winning you rarely change players <clears throat> Arsenal are they're beating everybody in the now and stuff so it's hard to then justify taking a player out and especially a defender it's it's one of the positions you really change, you usually stick with are back for and keep it as keep it as consistent as you can. But I think I would I would like to see him stay at Arsenal. I I don't want folk thinking it's no worked out for him. But sometimes these things happen. At like Newcastle, I think would be a great move. From I understand the Man United ones, but they've got I, I mean he's a better a lot better player than Luke Shaw. All but right. uh, they also signed a young left back, a, a Dutch boy, which. You might find Derek Ten Hag might favour the young Dutch guy. He's maybe just bedding him in a wee bit and it he might find it hard to get in uh the Arsenal team. It's like you say, Ross, Sinchenko was signed by Arteta and Tierney Wisney. So it's a guy that Sinchenko was clearly a player that uh regard like it was clearly a player that Arteta wanted, even though Tierney had had a good couple of seasons before Arteta had came in and uh mm-hmm. Athletic, which I probably would be a good fit. Um, so it's aye. it's one of them. Sometimes you just the manager. It's not that the manager doesn't necessarily fancy. It's just he did. The manager didn't sign him. I and mean, it could be just something like that. It's just it wasn't a it's just of, styles. Mean, aye, styles yeah, as well. Yeah. <laughs> I, under, I, I understand the Newcastle move. I think that would be a great move for them.
0: Uh, I mean, I, I'm not a fan of Newcastle as he's no, well not, as he's no. well know, but um, I mean f- for them if they got Tierney and they had Trippi and Tierney on either side, that's a a really good, two Mm. two really top top fullbacks Um, but I I know what you're saying obviously about the inverted fullback, sort of playing that at Arsenal and Zinchenko he probably does play that better it was reported, I think it was the last time Scotland got together I think Taylor was in the squad, and I think Tierney had been picking his brains on mm-hmm. the inverted fullback. So that sort of pays to that comment, Franny mm-hmm. uh, And obviously, he's maybe, try- he's maybe trying. To- he's maybe trying to. He's maybe trying to like learn that. But mm-hmm. if he's not getting game time, you've day. seen it with you've seen it with Greg Taylor. He didn't know that position. Sure. But game time, constant game time, playing it all the time. He's got up to speed with it and he's, he's really nailing it down to the point where Kieran Tierney's picking his brains, mm-hmm. which is mental. But um, I, Arsenal, I've not got like a setting team, but Arsenal's my preference, yeah, an English team. I would love to see him staying there, but for a further his career, I think he'd probably be better moving away. Yeah, and if that's Newcastle or whoever else, I think he could add to most teams. Not often I see a t shirt I like, but that's sort off, you know. Cheers, mate. Uh, <laughs> the new Celtic trainers, terrible. Uh, I think the new Celtic trainers are absolutely fucking watching, man. Uh,
1: it's just that, like, I put any football badge on any trainers, like you're in bother, man.
0: Aye, really bad, really, really,
2: really. I think, I like... think as well. I think as well <coughs> with Pearney and them shoes. By the way, are, are shite. I agree with you on that. I mean, <laughs> it's just, as soon as you I put know... a football
1: crest on a on a pair of trainers. Yeah.
2: Nah. I know it's another market employee by the geniuses at Adidas for Celtic, but they're They'll, they're probably, sell it. They'll probably sell. It, aye, hundred percent. Yeah, but in regards to tyranny, like Brown said, there Brown Warrior in the comments, maybe injuries might bring him back to Celtic. I still, I still don't see that either. Mm. I, I think I'll he'll want to be a How aye. aye, of course, of course. Like, but you, you look, you look at his situation. What is he? Twenty six, isn't he? I approaching that age, turn. Aye. <laughs> So I think he'll probably be looking for a top league again, whether that's the Premier League or Ah. La Liga, Serie A, you never know, but he's an excellent player.
0: Mm -hmm. I mean, he's coming into his prime. I I expect if Tierney, I I think he probably will come back to Celtic at some point. Well, I, I, if he comes back and he's like 30, you you've maybe got a good couple of years out him. But if he's coming back at like 34, something like that, I'm. I'm not wanting him to no. come back then because he he just ruined whatever legacy he had created Aye. beforehand. But uh, the last player I want to talk about is a uh, Cal McGregor. A uh, oh. two game he played He starts the two games right for me. He wasn't like an absolute standout performer. He didn't get the goals like McTominay. He did. He wasn't as as obvious. Uh, like Porteous in the Spain game because we were probably doing a bit more defending, but there was uh, Steve McLaren, I was going to say Steve Clark. Him, it it changes the team. Okay, it changes the team. Obviously, he's got he's more attacking. Uh, you you spoke earlier, Stephen, about McGinn getting played in that right hand side of the three, but in the Cyprus game, he played further forward because Armstrong was in the team. Then Christie comes into the team, and he drops back, and Christie goes into that role. It makes us more defensive against Spain, um, but Cal McGregor. Uh, there was a couple. Ryan Jack played in the first game. McTominay comes in the second game, but Cal McGregor's the mainstay. He's the mainstay mm. at Celtic, and he's the mainstay at Scotland. As I say, it was it was quietly effective, but. Um, He's he's just he's in that team. He's he's just a, a really fantastic player, and I think obviously Steve Clark recognises that. Uh, what did you think his performance the other night, Franny?
1: Uh I've, or over I've,
0: the two games actually.
1: Well obviously the the, the Cypress game I thought he was, was it was really good <laughs> and on his fiftieth cap as well for Scotland got the armband for it and things like that. And then Oh, was he captain
0: I mean, that game? I didn't
1: even realise uh, I think it was... I think, obviously, Robertson had said to him with an update that they would, they would mm. give him the armband. Um, and then, obviously, I think he actually got man of the match in that game as well, so... I've talked to he wasn't quiet, <laughs> was
0: he?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, the Spain game, I will give you it was a wee bit quieter, but then, it was because, I think, is that down to McTominay's two goals? You're, you remember the goals more than maybe more... Uh, mm-hmm. more the performance and things like that which is it's just natural I think for me with McGregor um, it's maybe just me It's I feel I feel he goes under the radar in the sense that mm-hmm. you take these performances for granted I think and I don't mm-hmm. think he gets the credit he deserves and I'm guilty of it because like, he's probably an eight, 8 out of 10 every week for Celtic minimum minimum 8 out of 10 but it's it could be something amazing. You're like, it's Callum McGregor. that's what he does. It's like that, like as as it sounds, that run in the last minute. It's uh, it just does we drop dropish, we we change the pace to get away for uh, Gavi. Then he plays. He still got the the wear about to play that pass, and it's like to still have that. Like it must be mentally drained as well. Like it's a hundred and eighty minutes he's played in the space of four or five days and stuff. Mm-hmm. I appreciate he's not had much travelling because both games are at home but just to have that ability to still play the right pass do the right thing at that level it's just I, I, I don't credit the guy enough to be honest it's just the guy just and I think not every Celtic fan but I think a lot of us take the guy for granted
0: Aye, I think you've hit the nail on the head there that's sort of what I was I was going to come to Stephen with that wasn't expecting you to be as insightful for any, but there you go. <laughs> yeah,
1: he's
3: he's, he's one.
1: No, nah, nah, you, you, you have got the Friday nail one. I had to I had to up my game getting on on a Friday. I had to up Nah, but um, you're you're bang on. Like he doesn't the
0: credit. He doesn't get the credit he, he deserves because he just brings it every single game. But Stephen just. I know you didn't see the Cyprus game scene. So just talk about how he played in the Spain game and just him. like He's seasoned so far. Obviously, Hitati and uh, Moy are getting applaudits, but Cal McGregor, he just goes quietly and does the business all the time.
2: Um, Lanky like came in with a, a great comment, if I can find it. Uh, Cal Mack is quiet for Scotland, but he puts in a shift. It's weird <laughs> how he back still control the game, just like with Xavi and Iniesta done for Barca. I think that the the myth going around by certain Scally supporters of a certain club is that Cal McGregor didn't perform well. I mean, I remember watching the Spain game, there was at least three different times where he intercepted the ball in the box when they put a mm-hmm. cross in and he's passed it away under pressure and basically created a counter-attack for Scotland. I think you, you look at McGregor and you've got McTominay, you've got McGinn they're the ones who are always going to stand out no matter what, they're the ones attacking more or less <laughs> all the time McGregor's a guy starting off the moves with a pass to the left, a pass to the right, or or a forward a forward pass as well, and he's so underrated, he's so undervalued, underappreciated by everybody. Like, I mean, not Celtic fans in general, but you you look at his his play, the style of play. You take the ball with like six people around him and manage to find a wee gap to get a pass off, and it's that leadership, that kind of quality that you need in that centre midfield, especially for European football, international, domestic, it it all ties into one. And you you look at him for for Celtic as well. I mean, he took over the captaincy role. He he had a successful season last season. This season, again, he's carrying that on. He's bringing that leadership to the squad. And every player who signs for Celtic talks about how McGregor's the first one to speak to them, welcome into the club, show them around, get them involved with all the guys and whoever's involved in the back room. And I think, like for Scotland, it's 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 a weird one because, as I said against Spain, he was quietly effective. I'm and, I'm and, and much like what the said there. I totally agree, and I think just because there's other guys who score a goal who are, who are higher up in the pitch, they get more noticed. That's grand, but Scotland I don't think they would have found that game as comfortable if McGregor wasn't playing. I just thought he sweeped up a lot of balls. He was marking players out in the game, whether he wasn't putting sliding tackles in, but he was always in the right place at the right time. The 95th minute run past Gavi, one of the best prospects in European football, basically taught him a lesson that, that period of time. And the composure to find Strangland on the left hand side. Do you know what I mean? That's of players who just hoofed that up the pitch. Even probably McTominay, people like that probably would have done that in that situation. So, yeah, he's for me, he's a legend. He's created that thing for himself. He learned at Nods County. He came back to us. He took his chance and he's ran with it. And he, he's a mainstay in, for for club and country for a reason. And the the fact that he played 180 minutes in both games just 100 180 just speaks for itself. Do so, I mean he's someone Steve Clark trusts and trust him? I Paddy Lavery, you're dreaming. And it's <laughs> it's, some, it's just someone who who should never just be overlooked. He, he's a guy he's so important and he plays for us. It's doing well for Scotland. It's a win win for everybody. I
0: fully agree with that and I think just to finish on it the only thing you could say about Cal McGregor is he's a modern day Paul McStay that's how good he is he's phenomenal but uh, I want to thank you just for uh, your nice wee segue because uh, you were talking about leadership we're going to go into all things Celtic uh, and move on to the I don't know if you've seen it I tell you it was on YouTube it was the Ange leadership interview that he done
1: oh no I watched the dragon one I watched his interview where he was getting asked questions on
0: and
1: what? What? what I watched his uh, post-match interview or pre-match interview this morning his pre-match interview this like, morning he was getting asked about the Ross County game and that oh right I watched, <laughs> that
2: that,
1: nice. I watched the presser <laughs> he's, ah, came, to
2: watch the, watch he's came to the Friday club I know. he's <laughs> not done nothing he's wrapped you
1: know up no one of them never on the Friday
0: <laughs> well, I'll come to Stephen then. <laughs> uh, but obviously, you watched it, Stephen. I thought for me it, it was a really insightful piece uh, on our elite manager, uh, more on how how his management style. Uh, and I just think, at the same time, I think the the club putting that out, we spoke about the club acting like a big club, obviously on and off the park now. And I think in terms of doing that, would you call it media? I'm not sure. But doing that and putting that type of interview out, I think is top... top. <laughs> I think that's top drawer for the club. Uh, it's... Like you say, no, everybody's into interna- international football. Some people are totally like just at Celtic and that's it. And you you pine for some Celtic sort of... Uh, I don't know what the word is, I've, I've lost the word. Content. But Celt- content, that's it. I was going to say that and you not it right? Celtic content. And for me, this was a really, really good piece. Uh, but what did you think of it?
2: Well, I mean, during this international break, they put out a few things. Uh, ben Summers interviewed today, the youngster. They put out Lennox Town Unfiltered. We treat a five-minute kind of glimpse into what happens there. And the ground that does before, before Gwanda had that, uh, thingy that Posta Cowley done was asking why Celtic are still selling off their youngsters. I think that's in relation to Borland, the wee the wee young midfielder going to fill it for like one point two million pounds. It's a great we all have Borland, he's fifteen. He's really? in like the youth setup and it's it's always happening granddaugh, but I mean don't get me started, I'll be here all night. But uh, in, in terms uh, of in terms of Pasta hi. I mean he does that to in every aspect of his life. He's so open. He's so honest with everything he says and what I loved, the, the the whole piece about that was him basically saying to everybody, be true to who you are. Because leadership, whether it's in, for example, uh, work setting in an office or, I don't know, in another job or wherever, sometimes leadership can make a person change, the change of personality to suit that role or whatever, to try and be someone else different. And I love the fact that Pastor Colley was like he created his own path. He stuck to his philosophies. He did not change. He didn't waver. And it's, it's what was a bit um, Jerry McLaughlin last about what was your advice for any young coach or aspiring coach? And you just be yourself, be you. Do you know what right. I mean? It's what people need to learn in life. Changing for different situations is not what you need to do. Being being yourself and being true to who you are will get you through anything. Do you know what I mean? And Posse who has been there, he's done it, listened to the guy speak and I just thought that the fact that he, he took time to do that interview over the international period was, was excellent. It's... Learning the learning more about him, how his brain ticks and what he does for selling on a daily basis, and Harry Kuhl did an interview with Graham Hunter and his I, podcast. And I'm going to watch one. that and
0: over the weekend. Yeah, I've
2: only I've only seen snippets of it, but again, it was it was excellent. The stuff he was saying, the bits, the audio bits, I he was hearing, and just that just to have a coaching staff that are front and facing and tell tell people and talk to people about their experiences is fantastic. And there's so right. much to take away from it. And it's years, is twenty five years plus, and a in a coaching environment, elite professional clubs, and he's just being open and honest about what he's done. I just thought it was a great piece and a great bit of content by Celtic Football Club for <laughs> once. Aye. Uh, I, I mean,
0: he talks, like you've said there, he talks about be, being authentic, and I, I think
3: mm-hmm.
0: he, that's that's been evident like in the public domain for the word go, that first interview, and obviously the way he's talking, obviously we're no privy to it, but you take his word for it. That that's how he, he is has behind closed doors. What we saying there, Franny? You're you know Oh, <laughs> 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 oh aye, that's I'm sacked, man. <laughs> <laughs> but, aye, <laughs> aye he, he, I think that's what it'll be like behind closed doors with the players and all that. that there's no grey areas. What you see is what you get. Uh, I'm trying to think. I, I made a couple of notes because it's quite hard to remember when you've watched it. What the the kind of things he said, but he was he was talking about. Um, always on about uh, like people and understanding them. Uh, yeah. And it, that sort of... It's it's that emphasis. It puts more emphasis on that when he signs like the, the person first, mm-hmm. because it's he alluded to it in the interview that it, it's the man, it's the, the, the person that you're managing before the player. And I, I think, like I've said, that, that's always been his sort of mantra for signing players. Uh, he talks about how his leadership style has, like, <laughs> his leadership style uh, has evolved down, like, that. Sort of, I think it's twenty six years he's been a manager. Excuse me, but that's that's evolved and changed as the world has changed. Because obviously, players, Faye, when he first started out, you have to treat them different now. Alex Ferguson with the hairdryer treatment, stuff like that. Uh, and I I think that it's like similar again. It's it's like parallels, if you like, when he's talking about has management styles evolved and the team always evolves. We're talking. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've got to touch on it later, but I'm just come into the new uh, and just come to Franny so he can yeah we pay <laughs> something to say. But uh, <laughs> we're talking about the team evolving. <laughs> that 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 um uh, rumours came out the day about a. Uh, Hatati possibly going to Brighton, but it is a rumour at the minute, it's no concrete, but it wouldn't surprise me in the slightest if he did go, because we're talking about evolving, him evolving as a manager down the years, the squad is evolving all the time, he said it himself, uh, I mean, what do you think of that rumour so far, Franny, do you think it's got any legs to it, or?
1: I'm hoping I'm hoping it's got Neil there because I think he's he's absolutely key for what we do uh, as a team and stuff you see it when he's he's no in the team with the midfield sometimes doesn't move the ball is quick but I think that's that could also be put down is I think that O'Reilly and Moy I don't think work in there together I think it's got to be one mm-hmm. or the other uh, so that could maybe play a factor in that and but then obviously checked the, the sort of the Twitter thing from the person that reported it and you look at some of the stories and I'm not saying that person in particular has been bang on but <coughs> put out some stories that are have came, came to fruition or there's a lot of weight behind them so you just you, you never know and obviously you can always go back to Angie's comments at the AGM where he said that we'll be ruthless in the transfer market don't fall in love with some of your yeah, your, your favorite player. So, gone any anyway. You, I know got it anyway. But uh, it's like so. I suppose when these rumors come out, you can always go well. He warned us but you could chuck that at any rumor. I suppose when he says, "Don't fall in love with your, your favorite uh, star players," because we, we we will be selling players. Players will maybe only be here for it for like a couple of years. Then they'll be they'll be moved on and stuff. It's how he, how best he thinks he can evolve and stuff. So. I hope I hope there's nothing of the rumours but I suppose time will tell. Like Brighton, yeah, they're no bigger club as Celtic, nowhere near it. But the anybody that pays attention to the UPL, they're a good enough they're a good club. They seem a well run club. They obviously lost Graham Port and then the new guys coming in, he's kinda looks like he's taken them continued the good work that Graham had done and maybe even turned them on a wee bit. So that and they're almost like a bit like Southampton about five six years ago, where they just they bring in guy they, they they circulate players pretty frequently, they usually sell the better players, but always just seem to have a plan to bring somebody in, and it doesn't really affect them too much. I it might, uh, I might catch up with them, like I think it's caught up with Southampton. They've just sold one too many if it bringing it in, but right now I'm not wishing Hatati away, certainly not, but there's a lot worse clubs that could go to than Brighton, I think. I think, they play, I think they play a good good style of football for them as well.
0: Well, I would have to agree with that. The one thing I would say is, obviously, Brighton are no as big a club as Celtic, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. which is evident, we all know that. Aye. But they're, they're flying high now in the Premier League. But I think Brighton are one of these teams. I might be wrong, but I look at teams like Try and get an example, maybe a Bournemouth, something like that, where under um, Eddie Howe they had that sort of season where they were up the the higher echelons of the Premier League, if you like. They had an amazing echelons. season, echelons. Nope. <laughs> yeah, I love, love that a, word. I say it every day. I don't
2: know why. No
0: <laughs> but uh, they had a really good season. I think maybe Brighton can keep it up, but they they seem to me that they could possibly be. That club like a Brighton Maybe that's a bad example Maybe a better example is Stoke And I know they're playing a far better uh, Type of Uh football than Stoke But Stoke cemented themselves in the Premier League For a long while And then all of a sudden They just drop I think that could happen to Brighton And I'm not saying that will happen if Hatati goes And uh, if he does go there And then in the period of time he's there That that would happen But it is a danger Because all the time, Brighton are selling. They're, they're better players. They've, they've sold... Um, what's his name again? Trossard, I Trossard Ben I'm White. Right. They Obviously, Caicedo's okay. going to go in the summer. But, so it's hard to keep mm-hmm. selling the guys and bringing in enough quality to keep yourself at that level in the English Premier League. And that's my worry with Celtic as well, Stephen. I don't know what you think. I, I like how Ange is up front and honest and he says... Like, say, the, the, the team will be evolving all the time. Don't fall in love with the players. But my worry is, OK, that's fine. Don't fall in love with it. But if Hattie wants to go, things like that, I, I don't even know if Hitati does want to go. It's difficult to say. But if we keep selling these, if you like, better players or, or top players, Jakimakis, Hattati, uh Juranovic, okay, it's worked so far, we've brought guys in and we've still kicked on. But could that eventually catch up with you, if you keep selling these guys and trying to replace them? Because you're not always going to get that two or £3 million player that's going to come in and be that Hattie, be that Jackamakis.
2: What do you think? Yeah. I mean, it is a concern and the the whole the member said that in the chat today. Big Willie's all in like a rash. He doesn't mm. believe in rumors and stuff. But <laughs> I think it was the, I always share what I see with you guys for a talking point and things like that. And Atate to me doesn't again. None of the players looked like they really wanted out the door. That's before fair. Maybe maybe at a push which we all knew was looking to move away. But it it what annoys me is the transfer fees getting batted around. Like eight to ten billion pounds for Hatate, like and Casado Kase- was leaving Brighton for 70-odd million. You tell me there's a big difference in them two players. I don't really think so. But um, like in remember a, a great point, Matomo, the the other Japanese player, he's on fire. It's one of Hatate's good friends. So if they start talking and getting ideas, they never what's happening. I think in the summer we're going to lose a few, and I will put my cards on the table now. I think it'll be a Hatate, Abada, mm. and possibly one more will be leaving Celtic and, I don't think Pasta would have said that at the a- AGM. <laughs> AGM for no reason. The the, the aggressive oh. transfer model is something Celtic are looking into, and they're doing it quite well at the minute. They've added the, the recruitment team again, former Southampton scout. He actually took Van Dyke, Van Dyke away from us and things like that. Um, in terms of replacing guys like Atate and Abada, yeah, because again, you're going to hit a, a point where you're signing four or five duds. It's going to happen. There's going to be a time when we get a couple of crap players to the door, and we're wondering who picked this guy up. What's going on? Hello. Atate for me, but well, hi, Atate, Atate for me is like he's the best of the bunch. He's an incredible player. He can do everything you ask him. He can control it. He can score. He can defend. He can beat players. He can run. He can do anything. He's he's a cracking player, and I think his his stocks only going to rise. And the inflated transfer fees are just mind boggling. Do you know what I mean? Eight to ten million, and it, oh, it's, it's mad. And I know Celtic are going to spend about two to three million pound to replace him. And I think like, are we going to get Hitate quality all the time? No, there's sure. hopes of uh, Tomoki Awada, but he's a different type of player than Hattate. So again, you're you're losing that. And Franny, you nailed it. Without Hattate in the midfield, there's a noticeable drop in standard and quality. And yeah, O'Reilly's been off the boil. Moy yeah, to be fair, but he plays well with Hitate, not with O'Reilly. And it's it's just like I don't want to lose them, but I can see it happening. And like he even said, there's a chance Conor McGregor could go. You shared the post today in, in the in the group, uh, Ross, about the AC Milan manager waxing lyrical about Conor McGregor. So you never know who ha- who has eyes on him, no matter what his, his age are. I just wanna I just wanna look at the comments here, bring them into play a wee bit. Um, Tim Alloy I agree with Ross, Mac- Michael Ross here. Keep the side together for a f- few years or forget progress in Europe. That's a great point. Patrick McLaughlin really, and Brighton have been superb this season. If they can attract McAllister, they could they could attract most players. But to be fair, Patrick, McAllister joined Brighton when they were not really jumping it was like that season ago and it weren't high for anything. Obviously he's riding the crest of a wave winning the World Cup. Um Lanky sixty seven, I say Kami, Cal McGregor, Riona and the bottom. that's the players I think might go. So it's concerning it's concerning we won't break the bank to replace these players. This is what I say all the time: we need to spend to get better quality. And if we're going to let these guys go, we're not always going to pick up a gem for one to two million pounds from the J League or from the K League or from the A League in Australia, KJ, fucking whatever. We're not. <laughs> we're, we're never going. To, we're not going to do it all the time and get into next season like. Are we going to be stronger without a Tate and the likes of a button? No, I don't think so. And, and I'm, I'm all for the aggressive policy. I love it as I always, Ramfords uh, Bradford, Brentford is the prime example but at the same time we're going the Champions League football next season we can't begin in with a player bedding into this system it would be a concern for me if we do that and keeping Atate for this for this campaign coming at least until January is vital and it's just I, I don't know these rumours seem to be coming from somewhere and again there's no smoke without fire and that guy like you said Franny most of the stuff he's posted up on Twitter has happened a day or two later albeit in the transfer windows at that time but yeah it's quite concerning.
0: I, I mean, I'd have to agree with you. It's very concerning. You're talking about when Hatati is in the team, there is a drop off that there absolutely is, and it's purely because other than Hatati, McGregor, I a push. You take Hattati out of that team. That that midfield's not got any legs. Aaron Moy, no legs. He's no absolutely hopelessly slow. Like some people say, but he isn't. Oh, he's so. quick. He's, he's so. no. He's not <laughs> got the mobility. But O'Reilly, he's cute. He's cultured. He's no fast. Cal McGregor, he knows where to be in the park. He's in the right positions. He's no rapid. I know he's went on that run the other night and he took the ball for a run at Ibrox when we were down one 0 last season by two or three. I think it was a couple of men. Um So he has got that burst of speed, but over like. Running guys down in that, you take tight out of that team. It's the, the legs just go, and I agree with you, Stephen. Getting into the Champions League next season without Hatati, I think you're pushing into the wind. To be perfectly honest, <laughs> uh, honestly, it's it's quite scary. Because th- I think there is, it's there is legs to this Brighton story. I think it it makes. Sense in terms of Hitati and Brighton for Celtic, it makes no sense. I think if we hold on to him and he has another season like he's had this season and he performs to the levels that he performed personally and excuse me in the Champions League, then right now I'd be looking to get 15 million for Hitati. I think he's worth more than that now, but because he's only had what a season and a half in Scotland. I think you'll be doing well to get... Hey, I know we've got to move on shortly, mate. Don't worry. But
2: see, see to be fair, I, I I know people are thinking we're doom and gloom, but again, we're only saying what we're, we're saying. Well, yeah, there, no, yeah, there could be no... There could be nothing in this Brighton story, but I just said it, and I think it's something we have to realise. We're going to be cutting frost in the transfer window, and if that's getting rid of your star players, so we, hit, we move on and we try and get better from, from that time period, but it's not, I wouldn't don't say it's doing a boom. Aye. Alistair's telling me to cheer up. Mate, I'm happy as Larry talking with the boys, talking with you, lot about Celtic. I'm loving it. And I know we don't like touching upon players leaving, but again, it has to be addressed. It's going to happen. We'll be doing our summer transfer podcast, talking about the exact same thing, about the, all the transfer sagas. So why not start now? <laughs> right. And listen, we're, we're doing a podcast. We've
0: got to debate. It's a Friday night. You can't be doing an hour on a Friday night. That's just madness. And Tony's not <laughs> so it's me. So we're we're on for the long haul. But we'll, we'll, we'll move on for that uh, and try and <laughs> try and lift the the middle a wee bit. Um, I want to touch on the. I'll come to you first. Uh, I want to touch on the. I don't know if it was an approach or if it's just a rumor. I'm, I'm not sure. There was a couple of stories about it last week. Obviously, we never really touched on it because the international break was on. But um, whatever it was, Celtic and Rangers are, are sort of being linked with us. What is it? Aye, that's yeah. 100%. Mm. But That's what we're, we're, we're sort of saying. But uh, aye, this Super League, Celtic and Rangers have been sort of linked with it, tied to it, whatever approached, I don't know. But um, it, I mean, the proposals for the, the new sort of one, not the obviously the one that everybody pulled out of. Um but the proposals I understand that it, it's a sixty to eighty team format and there's forty now correct somebody correct me if I'm wrong here, right? But a uh, sixty to eighty team format, four tiers uh, there's no permanent members unlike the original format. Uh, it's a minimum of, a minimum of fourteen European matches per season. So I mean that's my understanding that that's the only sort of proposals that I can see anywhere right now. Um, I don't think it's, I, I don't know if any of are more aware than me, but I don't think it's a, a super league in terms of Celtic and Rangers will break away from Scotland. It'll still be like a European campaign, but it's just a different format. Um, that's my understanding. What What's your sort of, have you got any more to add to that, Franny? And do, do you think? It, it could be a good thing for us to get involved in
1: I, I would like The morality of me To say no, stay away from it Because I was quite consistent with that When it when it first came round obviously Like you've touched on there The the sort of a, The layout of it The, the Super League as Where it was then to what they're proposing now Has changed a lot, like you say there's a lot more teams involved I think they're talking about promotions And relegation where before it was Sort of a closed shop to Mm-hmm. Was it maybe twelve to sixteen teams or something and then that was it? It was I think two two dropped out, but it was by invite with other teams essentially every season or something like that. So at that model wasn't a great but if it's to coincide with what competitions we've already got now, it's when do you fit it in for another fourteen games? I know we're Is it gonna not...
0: coincide with like the, the current like Europa well, and Jump?
1: Well, I, I'm guessing so. I think the Champions League. I just assumed was,
0: that I would be done away with but my. The Champions League
1: on. Re- reformed, and that's. So there's more things uh-huh. to the Champions League and things like that. So I don't see them. And like, the Super League, to the best of my knowledge, isn't UEFA sort of a competition. So UEFA's not going to drop the Champions League or the Euro League brilliant. or Conference League. So I just, m- morally, I would like to say no. But the financial side's it. It maybe is one of the ones we maybe need to we maybe need to move with the times a wee bit and stuff and do we then sacrifice I think you could maybe if how it, it might work as you play your dem, I don't know if you'd get away with your domestic because I don't know if you're breaking any sort of a, a rules or something going to a different league essentially but could you then sack the UEFA competitions and maybe play this Europa uh, this Super League is it like in? You're obviously, playing against better opposition, but you're guaranteeing 14 games, like you say, for it, uh, as opposed to what we're maybe can only guarantee teams like six games or something in the in any group stages and anything after that. Sometimes a bit of bonus. It's for me, it's, it's a bit like it's a, for any golfer, it's a bit like the love golf tour, I think. Now, where it's, mm-hmm. it seems a money making thing, your <clears> teams, a lot of the love golfers, all it was a lot of the older boys went away for the money, but then they had, had some of the top guys and stuff went went there for the money. For me, is it football evolving? I'm not so sure, but again, I wouldn't be surprised if Celtic maybe got involved in it. But it's maybe one of the ones where we can get some money, then maybe we start seeing, I, I mean, history will tell you, no will not really do it, but you might start seeing us spending bigger transfer fees, on boys and stuff, and you can pay. You can maybe bring in boys that'll be. What you laughing at? I'm trying to hit comments here to see for like I know,
3: <laughs> I know, but
1: I'm, I'm. just trying to give them the benefit of the doubt here. Maybe we've all started spending yeah. bigger fees and bigger contracts for folk and stuff. But I, I kind of, I say I kind of hope it doesn't kick off. But then the Champions League's sort of the, the Super League before it, before the title really is. Mm-hmm. Like that's set out for the elite and all that and almost you're invited into that whereas I know we've been fortunate due to much as the to I mean Celtic's European run and Rangers' European run and obviously how well Scotland's been doing recently has helped us gain automatic access into the Champions League but for years you were having to play 25 qualifiers to get it so it's no really it's for me the Champions League's a bit like the Super League but it's been running for ages like I said earlier it's that's changing, so I think you are now guaranteeing 10 games a season in the Champions League, so I think UEFA are trying to do things similar to the, the Super League, but just to try and kill the idea for the Super League dead in the water, because I think it's an American, if it's all American boys that are interested in it, I think that's where it all came from, but uh, I would like to say no, but I wouldn't be surprised if we got involved in it.
0: I I know what you're saying I, I, I'm I, I'm sort of on the fence now. I'm, mm-hmm. I, 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 I don't know what to think of it because there's no enough facts like concrete facts in front of me to make a a sort of informed decision or an informed opinion Um, but you're talking about the Champions League and how that's you look at it and you say that's a, it's basically the Super League without the title. I, I would have to agree with that. The, the Champions League now, for me, if Celtic are, in, are in it, I don't really watch a lot of it, to be perfectly mm. honest with you. I don't watch many games. I'll probably watch the latter, and, and I'm going to really contradict myself here, but it's just what you do. I'll watch the latter games, that, like if it's a big game, I don't know, like a Liverpool, Real Madrid, say, right? Obviously, no. Mm too much this season, because Real Madrid were well ahead of them, but seasons oh, get, gone oh, by. like a
2: Ross County FIFA Lancia. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but the latter stages of games, I'll watch if they're bigger games, and this is where the contradiction comes in, because it, it pisses me off because the, the last sort of, I don't know, the last eight, maybe, the quarter, for the quarterfinals, it's usually the same maybe Usually the same six teams. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of teams chop and change. So it is, you'd have to say it's born. Uh, you'd have to say it's born, but then you still watch it because although it's born and it's the same teams, it's a different game of football and you end up, most of the time, enjoying the actual game. But for me, the, the, like you've said, Franny, it's, it's geared up for the elite clubs and it's that's why their teams are in the the, the last stages every year. When Celtic are in it, I love the Champions League because all I've seen is pitting our wits against Europe's elite. I love seeing is it's not happened for a wee while, but I love seeing us getting big results in Europe against teams that we otherwise probably shouldn't beat. In terms of the Super League, like I say, mm-hmm. I, I, I can't really make an informed opinion on it just now. But again. I don't really know. I don't know if you can shed any light Steam, if you know a bit more. But uh, I don't really know how the money would get divided up. I don't know how the seedings would work if it'd be the same as the Champions League, whereas we're we're gonna be again, I'll use that that saying, pushing into the wind. Um but I don't I I don't know. I would need to see more facts and obviously more stuff come comes to light, but What's your sort of thoughts on it as it stands?
2: I think that, to be fair, what, what we can see, UEFA are starting to panic. I think UEFA are taking this seriously now. They're starting to make changes at the top level. And mm-hmm. uh, probably made a great point from 2024 onwards. The Champions League's becoming like a league system mm-hmm. with a certain amount of teams in it. <clears> eight games against certain opposition seated near you. A playoff system, that type of stuff. And FIFA are changing the format to the Club World Cup. They want to make it a bigger oh, programme during up. during the summer, which, again, uh, is a lot of congestion in football that we probably don't need. So they're Barbara trying to Keon's make a change.
0: just exploding. <laughs> <laughs>
3: they're,
2: they're trying to make make a change to, to the landscape of football. And I think, to be fair, there's going to be an evolution in some shape or form. And I think, sadly, uh, have to be ready. And if, if I go back to the comments here, because everyone's getting involved with us. Mm-hmm. Um let me see. Lanky, why do I think there'll be a few suitors looking at us, especially since we just had a turnover, 112 million, maybe a takeover in a couple of years' time. You never know. Lanky, 67, I think a city group in us will happen. Not not really keen on that myself. Uh, Michael Ross, that's is my kind of thought, Selling about growing Scottish football. Uh, Brian Krupa, nice to have you all. Brian, I haven't seen your name before, so great to have you in the chat. Mm-hmm. There are no qualifiers in two years' time. Um, Patrick McLaughlin coming in, I want to have involvement with the city group, but in in terms of the the Super League, we all seen the big song and dancing. And to be fair, we we're probably all against it at the time, but these guys aren't giving up. They want a league in some shape or form. This this group or organization who are behind us with billions of pounds, and it, it seems to me that the Celtic board will take any opportunity to make more money. That Let, let's be honest. And if more money is going to come from other areas, more avenues, that's fine. And the whole Super League, if it... if a Coincide it with a normal domestic season. I wouldn't really be bothered. I wouldn't want to do it because there's so much football they can tell me if it's just stupid. If it was like a competition, a league type system. I mean, Michael Ross again. Clubs like Celtic Benfica, Ajax actually a bigger platform. If it involved the likes of them, mer- a merger of European leagues, out with the big five. I'd be, I'd be all for it like hundred percent. What we have to get our thinking the caps on. We we talk about pissing in the wind, Ross, losing one player in the Champions League. It shouldn't be like that for a club like Celtic. We're, we're a big club. We're, we're big in world football. The fan base is huge. There's plenty of opportunities for us to explore. Korean television is going to cover every game from now on because of O-Sign. So there's more money coming into the books. The Tour of uh, Japan, the Tour of Asia coming up. There's more money coming into the, the Celtic Football Club. And I love, you all know I love Scottish football. I make no mistake saying it. I, I, I don't care. I, I love watching uh, highlights of the games and stuff. But at the end of the day, we need to explore other opportunities. Super League, is it selling or soul? I don't really know. Do you know what I mean? I think we we'll all know what Celtic means. All the true supporters know who we are, where we've came from, what we've done, how we were made. How we, do you know what I mean? The, the journey we took as a club, Lisbon, 67. All them types of uh, players will never be forgotten. So the whole history thing, uh, people forget, uh, they won't forget. Well, no. I think that's just because, just
1: because they have... that so, they've got uh, a yeah. sort
2: of moral compass in that. No, I 100%. But it's, if you, if you turn around to me or you or whatever and you go, look, see you next season, guaranteed £100 million to spend in the transfer window. But the only caveat is you have to move leagues to a bigger one. Hello? Bye, Dingwall. It, it, it's, no, it's no harm in saying it. We always want it. We always talk about every season, every season, we need to do better in European football. We need to make a better case. We need to play better against Shakhtar Donetsk. We need to beat Benfica. We need to beat AZ Alkmaar. The only way we can do that on a regular basis without having a, a cracking result or one of them nights in Europe is if we play quality opposition week in, week out. You can't go from playing Barcelona at New Camp to Dingwall and the Highlands. That doesn't compute. The players are coming from a major high to playing against a major low. And that's no disrespect. It's not. It's just the logistics of football has changed. Scottish football isn't what it was in the 70s. It's never going to be like it again. Dundee and Inter are never going to get to another final. Aberdeen's never going to win another Cup Winners Cup. Rangers died within that period so they're never winning anything again. So it's like... And look at this, and again I'm not saying sell their souls, but have a bit bit of perspective, have a bit of light open your eyes to something different I love the idea that um the Scandinavian clubs are doing, kind of, they're going to test out the Belgian league, and I think what was it, Norwegian league, are merging, it's one of them two leagues, they're going to try and merge and see if that works out and if there's a change of ownership if Saudis come in I don't know, is that, is that a bad thing I mean, I look at the Saudi Saudi run clubs and I don't really see that they're ever getting any trouble touch wood. I, I know that the contentious issues with the state, I 100% agree with everything people say about the state. I don't agree with what they do, their politics and things like that. If a Dubai owner come in. So you, you can't tell me that a Manchester United fan is going to less support their club if they get took over by Jim Radcliffe or a Saudi, Saudi Arabian consortium. No, nope. they're going to support their club until they win another league or win another European trophy. It will still feel the same. It's more money. Like I bang on about it every podcast. We need to spend more. We need to be better. We need to get better, and get more money into the bank. What is the problem? And uh, yes, as I said, Saudi. But I ask all the questions. hundred percent human ethics and all. I'm hundred percent for it. Everyone should live, be, let live, be happy, be here. you want to be. But if someone come into the club tomorrow and said, "Look, we're coming from overseas for from River here. Dermot, there's a hundred million. The fuck off. We'll take over the club." And move us on? Are you going to say that's a bad thing?
0: Well, I'm not going to say it's a bad thing, but I've said it in a previous podcast. If Celtic go into some sort of, like if they moved to England or they went into a Super League and it was going to benefit them long term, but they had to work to get to that, to get the benefits. And on the patch, they had to play football obviously and win games to then get like more money uh, and grow that way I'm all for that and it's it's got to be for me it's got to be fair uh, because we've moaned about things not being fair for a long while but in terms of somebody coming in and Celtic just getting a cash injection I'm not really I'm not saying if it happened, I I would I would get on that train and run with it, but at the same time <laughs> there would be that. Could driving it. I
3: know. would
0: yeah, <laughs> <can't laughs> be, <watch laughs> be that annoying. seed at the back of my head going, "We've no actually worked for this. We we don't." Well, I'm going to. I'm totally arguing with myself here because I'm like, "Well, we've no actually worked for this, but we have because we've endured the last." Thank I don't God. know.
1: Twenty He's years. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> During the last twenty
0: years, he getting shot on for England. like Sky Sports have ruined Scottish football. They've took all the money out of your game. Like but he pumped it into England. Then Europe. We're getting left behind there as well. And people will say you've said it yourself, Stephen, like we need to get we need to do better in Europe and all the rest of it. But it's difficult to do it. It's difficult to keep up because the gap's getting bigger and bigger all the time because of the financial restraints on us and the financial gains for the bigger teams. I really don't know.
2: Can I just make a point? Tim Tim Alloy came in there, Ross. I didn't mean to cut you off. Tim Alloy, by the way. Tim Tim. Alloy, whatever. Tim Alloy, (laughs) Paul Paul Duet, (laughs) and all the comments were getting involved there.
0: Tim Tim. Calvary. He he said
2: he he would like to see... A better investment in the SPFL. I'd be all for that, buddy. If that happens, one hundred percent. If, if so, some, if someone come in with the bright idea of revamping that league, I would love to see eighteen team league. I don't understand why it can't happen. We've got the facilities yeah, to, go to, do again, got the to do it. We've got the clubs in there to do it. But again, I'm Paul. I'm Dakinson. To me, a uh, Saudi investment as bad. Stephen, go down that route. Just destroys the game. This amount be a sport for working class. hundred percent, man. I'm I'm on board with this. It hundred percent
1: for working class now. Yeah,
2: it's a business. We are selling our business. They they have to make money to survive. And and look, saying Saudi Arabia, right? Might be a bad example, but I still stick by my principle. If someone come in and if someone come in and went, lads, I tell you what, I give you this big transfer budget. I'll take you away from this league. We'll be secure. We'll be we'll be going, we'll be flying. you you have to take a risk sometimes. Yeah you, you have to be like Let's run with the punches. roll with the punches to get success. And I think sometimes, as fans, to be fair, we're scared to make that jump because we're used to what we have at the minute. That's grand. I love winning. Fucking win all day, win all the championships you've won. I love it because the success we've had over the last uh, many, however many seasons has been amazing. But can you imagine the opportunities, the turnover, which we're going to speak about, Ross? What what that would be if we left? What, what that be would be from TV money? What that would be from away fans coming in, what that would be from merchandise sales, what that would be from players going out with proper transfer fees that we should be getting, it would be astronomical. And that all of it has to come from some consortium. We could self-generate millions of pounds if we were allowed to, which we have done, but we're not going to spend the majority of it. So, i like to see a bit of risk. I want to see something different and I want to see Celtic succeed. And I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. No, I,
0: I don't think there is either. And, I don't know. I think, I think for Celtic to fulfill their potential, they do have to leave Scotland. And I think they deserve to fulfill their potential. But at the same time, if you're a hard supporter or a hip supporter listening to me talking like that, you're like, shut up, you dick. You know what I mean? Because. But they, they depend on us. Of, I, I, of course they do. But I, I, I don't know. It's, you could talk about this for, for ages. But put until. Ross,
2: I put it like this, right? Have you ever heard this before, right? Well, look at the leagues. Bundesliga, La Liga, Serie A, EPL, Polish League, Norwegian League, Dutch League, wherever it may be in Europe. Is there any other club that keeps 11 other clubs alive? No. We don't know. We don't know. keep the majority of our league alive and kicking. Celtic Football Club, with the away support, week in, We go to these small clubs. We keep them alive. But if
0: they say Rangers do that as well.
2: Well... Well, they were brought back from the oh, aye, Jesus, but if you're talking, the, talking but, about
0: in terms of like gate gate going into away grounds then they do they do that but, as well Fair as enough.
2: Celtic. but what I'm saying is there's no other European league that has that reliance on the top two clubs mm-hmm. no because the Scandinavian clubs get but far more TV money. but that's
3: because they're a fucking
0: TV man Sc-
2: aye but are you tell me the Swedish league is of a better standard than the SPFL no, no. you you, t- you said the Norwegian the league is no so Belgium is probably equal, but they're getting like 50, 60 million. doesn't make any sense to me. It really doesn't. Dave Doncaster is the single-handed man who's ruined Scottish football. His Sky deal, which he thought it was a success over five years but actually pays us less than the last one. Madness. He, he lets plastic pitches in the SPFL. Madness. It's like, come on. We, we want to push this product out to the masses, but we look like absolute fools doing it. It's run shambalantly from top to bottom. Shambalantly. I don't Sky disagree with
1: that. Much, like I don't disagree with the Sky deal. What you're saying, this, Stephen, but who else was at the table? BT Sports didn't offer what Sky offered. I would have rather
2: team. take BT Sports because for one, they give a, a better coverage and a better see, view the, of Sky the, football.
1: The Coverage, of BT Sports better, but you would if, if I don't know what BT Sport were offering, but say Sky like, oh, we give twenty-five million a season. BT Sport to say 15 and they take the 15 they've got to get to be like what you're doing less money for the league even though it's better coverage but nobody else was competing with Sky
2: but Franny you're getting 20, 29 million over 5 seasons spread across nah, spread no, across no, 12 member clubs it's not right it's not right, it's not right. Then,
1: that just shows I, you there was nobody competing with them
2: no I, I agree you're I 100%
1: agree with you are not going you. <laughs> to pay for that for it
2: you have to remember, we did BT Sports for the first call that Sky gave us. Do you know I mean? So BT may be a bit wrangled with Scottish football. They still do the the football extra show with McCoyst and mm-hmm. and Darrell Curry and uh Chris Ull, which enough. is a great watch by the way. And um, Brian Warrior comes in. I believe the they became a fan controlled entity as they have in Germany. Fifty plus one, we can make a much better go of Europe while maintaining the grip domestically. I'm up to any suggestion. I really am. And if but that really works that well, enough sh- enough
1: that sh- model really. What is that model then? Because I don't know. It. So I think it's like the fans own most of the club, like fifty-one percent. Yeah, but they have a backer. They have a backer. But I, as I say, yeah. I don't right. know how much financially the fans need to be involved or whatever. But obviously, have a say in the club and how they move forward.
0: Right. Aye. So it's it's sort of like part fan owned.
1: <laughs> uh. Well, it's essentially. Mm. I think it's mainly fan owned because over they own most of it essentially. Mostly. I think make, say.
2: yeah. I th- mm. I, th- I think that's why Leipzig hate it in Germany because they haven't done that model, and I think every other club hates them. That's why they get the, mm. the bad press. But one of right. the things Sally could even look at doing as well, Sally TV, cut out of the, the TV days and make the the Sally TV subscription for everybody who can watch it every all these different times instead of fucking replays at ten o'clock at night. Mm. Have the live games, fifteen pound a month for whatever it is, rolling in it.
3: Mm-hmm. I agree with that. <laughs> 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 hey,
0: right. Listen, well we could go on forever about that, but we'll move on to what you'd spoke about earlier there, Stephen. Our projected revenue a hundred and twelve million. Um obviously there's been a lot of variables that's brought us to this possible point. Um if when we win the league, I think it's it's, it's looking pretty ominous. Uh, we could match or better that revenue next season. Uh, I'm I'm only going to go on with what I've read, by the way, but because I'm no, as you know, I am no numbers expert. <laughs> I am oh, yeah, a banker. I. Yeah, we we could better, uh, What's that?
1: Taxman said that day.
0: <laughs> ah, <laughs> I hate you. That's enough. <laughs> 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 um, but we could we could probably uh, match or better that the uh, revenue next season obviously we, if we win the league which is looking obvious uh, ominous um we'll go straight into the champions league again i think there's extra games is it next season or the year after i think there I think the year season after. There's, i God. think there's an extra is it no n- next season no I think no. there's
1: maybe I think there's maybe more teams. You might be right in that I think more... there's an
0: extra game. I think there's more teams in it and you play one more game. It's
2: from twenty twenty four, the the Reef Champions it? League is,
0: mm. uh, is it? we've done Pass us,
2: Right. But anyway. It maybe the, actually be next season
0: obviously we, uh, we, whatever we we, we tap them into the Japanese and Australian market. I I just think that they they sort of things have brought us to this point. But obviously, that's projected. It hasn't definitely happened yet. But if we do our business on the park, it, it, it most likely will happen. Uh, what, what do you think of that, Stephen? The revenue, projected I mean, I the revenue it, anyway?
2: I've seen the the report by that, that independent like uh, consultant agency uh, people, and they even said that the shares of they are greatly undervalued, and the fact that they recommend that members get involved with, with shares and stuff because it could be got up in price, and I can, that comes back to what Lanky says. Is this an opportunity to maybe take a an, an ownership or a bid for the club? We all know what Desmond's like. He hasn't really put his own hand in his pocket for years and years. We kind of go off profits and stuff like that. One thing I will do, I will give Chris Mackay, Michael Nicholson the praise because to push through £112 million pound of revenue, even beating Rodgers at £101 million, I believe in the second season that he, he turned over, is incredible and that, that's what i said but the thing i have to read into this as well at least 60 70 million of that has come out of running costs coming for players wages maintenance of the ground maintenance of lennox town barrel feed for the ladies team all that type of stuff so we're left with probably i'd say 60 million profit all in all with the 50 million apparently in the bank available and ready if, if rumors are there to be believed ans is going to be back in the summer with a transfer of Kitty of over £20 million. that's That's the latest rumour as well going around. So, again, if that happens, that's great, but we need to up that spending cap a wee bit. Um, it's, it's madness. I mean, this is where you'd be smart, and they have been smart in a way. like They've taken advantage of the Japanese market really good. The Celtic FC uh, Twitter account from Japan is like the seventh highest in European football behind the likes of Liverpool and Madrid. So they're, they've climbed up there. And they're they eating the merchandise up like do you know I mean that they're banning everything, they're releasing fourth and fifth kits. This St Patrick's Day kit um was sold out, and they had to release more stock of it. The the shoes, which will be a hit a hit for some people and miss for others. <laughs> so there is there is financial avenues and financial gains that that they're making. The the tour of Asia is going to bring in around five million dollars, I believe. So there's another good couple of quid that come into the coffers. So. The revenue is great. It looks great on a bit a bit of paper. It looks it's nice to know the club's healthy, but it'd be also nice to know if we're going to replace the likes of Fatate Abada if they if they leave. Do you know what I mean? We we'll have to wait and see in the summer. It's quite scary for Scottish football that we're turning that over and in a, a, a subpar league. If we're honest, where that's I mean, I looked at uh, that or Swiss Ramble, and I believe we're somewhere in the region of what Brighton have raked in in terms of um, revenue. And that's obviously we're a bigger club, but I mean, they've raked in TV stuff and on top of all that. And we're, we have to kind of start from the bottom and work our way up. And they, the match in EPL club are even better. Some EPL clubs and revenue is fantastic and it should be commended because it's great. And if that keeps going, if we if beat that next season, well, who's to say we'll, we'll get big and spend about five million on a player again? <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm just listening to you, there, Stephen. You brought up a lot of like good points. Things that I'm not aware of, don't even think about. I, I find it difficult to talk about, like, have a proper debate about this, this side of things. I, I'm more about the the football in the park. I, I, I can hold a conversation with people quite easily about that for as long as you want. But uh, I mean, in terms of what what we've talked about Franny, come to you first uh, The financial Obviously, the gap with the projected Revenue The gap looks pretty stark And providing we do Our business on the park For the remainder of this season And obviously Stephen's touched on Possibly Ange getting a £20 million kitty Which I think, that, I think that At the very least They should get um, yep. Out of that mm-hmm. But if if we if we do that and we back them and we 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 get this title over the line, which I fully expect that we will. Do you think that we're entering or already entered into another sustained period of dominance domestically?
1: I think the short, knees short answer. I think when you look at accounts, we should be. We should be. We've obviously got it's public knowledge. We've got fifty million sitting in the bank, um, already there. And that's before taking this turn this hundred and twenty projected hundred and twelve million turnover into account. I Stephen's right, obviously there'll be a lot of running costs and things like that attached to that. So I think there'd probably be like Stephen said 70 million there or thereabouts probably goes into goes into that. So then you I say then you've only it's only maybe forty odd million after that. But then if that's forty-odd million profit on fifty million profit that's sitting in the bank, it's a lot longer for a Scottish Club to be sitting with, and I'm doing like their own
2: payday loan
1: <laughs> scheme <laughs> I Jack Franny
0: Wonga like he's Angie
1: <laughs> <laughs> to be fair Celtic are run like a business they've run with dividends and so it's it is on it's it's the board's it's to the board's members benefit to have these sort of the turnovers and no necessity spend tons of money because it means they get less money in return, I guess. But uh we all that money and then obviously what's looking highly likely is more Champions League money to count on next season because mm-hmm. obviously goes straight into the groups. And like was discussed earlier, the potentially players leaving I we might not be getting maybe twenty odd million for these guys. But if two or three leave you might get a combined twenty million for the for their players. So it's it's all money to then but I think the fans will start looking at it and going, I know someone said the rumours £20 I don't think the board will get... As much as I, I don't think you can sort of discredit the board for what how they've uh, treated Anja now uh, with, with money and things like that, I think they've backed him fairly. He's, there's maybe been one or two, maybe in his first transfer window he wanted, but they're like, well, we need to watch sometimes it's... Uh, not necessarily a probation period, but it's maybe if you can get X amount right, we'll maybe back you up a wee bit more. You're, you're, you're shopping in this market now until we can actually trust you, so to speak. So, I mean, maybe I like shopping in these markets. So, There's no doubt, obviously, knows the Asian market and likes being in there. But can we then say to him, look, I know, we know you can find a bargain, but going... I, it's not proven science to go and sign seven, eight, nine, ten million pound players, and they're all got to be superstars. Mm-hmm. They've got to be good, but there's less the more you spend, the less the rest rest there is attached to that. So, I would like Anne's the board to say, and or Anne's to go to the board, go, I like this guy, like that. I think it was a, a how much we were that Brazilian boy in the summer where it was reported like eight. Oh, why? Yeah. Oh, I i of not sure how much. Souza? Souza or something? Ah, that's right. Ah, I don't know yeah, is, is, yeah. If another player mm-hmm. like that or of that value comes in, I would love the board to go, right, let's go and try and get him then. Instead of going, oh, we're not really willing to, I don't know if we're too sure about spending that kind of money on a player. just, If that's the player Ange identifies, I think he's got enough credit in the bank to go, right, Well, oh, that player cost 10 million. If he turns it to be a dud, fair enough. It's We're not going to hold that against him. If he wants another I guy at that money, <laughs> I do But I think, I think the guy's got enough. I think the guy's got enough credit in the bank to go right. We can trust him to spend a bit of cash. And if he doesn't get it right with that bit of cash, then he go well. You better go back and find your one, your real hatatis and things like that. I think what also, uh, when you look into obviously the turnover and things like that, there's no many big clubs run with that level of profit. No. Ned, the really runs we need it like I'm not saying we're over the level in Man United you know, commercial and stuff like that, but they didn't run it anywhere near that. Carry on, they're like massive, massive debt. Now,
2: well, I, you look at Barcelona, family, Jesus, I don't know if
1: they're still around. I mean, I <laughs> any any reasonable Celtic, fact, we're not asking to be hundreds of million pounds in debt, like we're not asking to spend a hundred odd million a season, and things like that. But no, no, you just I I can't imagine, I think it might have been Bruno. I don't. Somebody said that not just a balance, like speculate, but a balance speculate. Don't you? did not spend money for the sake of spending money? Like have a wee bit of thought behind it and stuff. I th- I would I think that would get some Celtic fans excited because it, you would end up having you know, your just situations with Rodgers and stuff where I think fans turned a wee bit on the board with that when Rodgers was wanting guys like Castagna and things like that and yeah, if it back and it John again. And ends up with ends up with was it no, I think it was Lennon that got John Jacket, but it ends up with like guys. Like, Toyan uh, Jeremy Toyan, in like, oh, Malumba fickle mark. You're like that's just no oh, Malumba? That's no that's no, that's no compete <laughs> no and fans obviously if you then do that again with Ange, who I think we all believe is a top top out manager, it <sighs> is to got everybody on his side. Everybody every fan is on Ange's side so if he starts identifying players of that higher market value and then doesn't get them? Whether that be because the player doesn't fancy it or not, Ange will probably not say the fan because that might look bad in him or something, But and then Ange maybe moves on. Everybody will turn again on the board and maybe some it will be unjust and stuff. The board maybe tried to get the player but the player just didn't come. I just think, I think we need to be a wee bit more balanced in our speculation. Just Maybe, maybe take that wee risk and spend a wee bit more cash. Like I would love us, no necessarily to sign five or six players, but maybe two or three at eight, nine, ten million. Just if that's if that's his value, just go out and get him. Just go out and get that player. Uh, I, I, I
0: I understand what you're saying there, but to me, if Celtic could get a ten, twelve million pound player, at great, but. And I'll trust Ange, but I'm quite happy with the sort of way he's doing it now. If, if mm-hmm. that's how he wants to do it, and I think as well, people are saying
1: What's that?' So if that's how he wants to do it, then feel like, hi but a, I expect, think he's shopping this way.'
0: Aye, you milk? Are, you, you, uh...
1: can I ask you a question? Is that milk? Like pina colada.
0: Oh, like <laughs> pina colada? Hi, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> You better get your umbrella up, kid. <laughs> <laughs> um, totally thrown me. I don't even know what I'm saying there. Pina colada on the podcast.
2: That's took it to a whole new level, like I it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, aye, no, that's what I was going to say. So, um, people are saying, like, spend bigger, what to sign a £10 million player, a £12 million player, whatever it is. or play, You hear people saying, I want to sign a player that's Champions League ready that's all well and good but for me Champions League ready players don't come to Scotland they go to England or they go to a bigger league because they're Champions League ready Celtic are a massive club but they play in Scotland I don't think Champions League ready players come to Scotland maybe one or two you maybe get them in the door at that price and you don't realise they're Champions League ready until <laughs> <laughs> you don't realize that you'll maybe get one or two that you bring in. You don't realize that, oh, I, by the way, anyway, I'd be it.
2: drinking a lot, Mary. If it was, I'm <laughs> oh, sorry, Ross. No, you're all right.
0: It's, um, I that's what was I
3: say?
0: I so you'll maybe get lucky, and one or two will come in that are Champions League ready, but you never signed them knowing they were Champions League ready.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: You got them, I think, as that higher sort of market but you, you, you weren't quite sure if they were Champions League ready and then they go in and they are Champions League ready and then people say, see, Champions League ready play, but I, I don't know, it's it's, it's, it's a difficult uh, market for Celtic to get the... Uh, think... You look at Rangers, they signed Tony Andrew Flo, played in the Premier League £12 million, absolute fucking dog-shite. I
2: think it's fair to say, we, we get the flat pack of uh, IKEA flat pack of players, that take it out, build it up, and then sell them on again. Mm-hmm. I think like the Champions League rally player thing for me is a myth. It's, I know I said about big transfer fees, but it's going to be, um, it's it's a risk. And I, I like to take a risk sometimes. And if you say to me, for example, like, I don't know how you put it. Uh, who would you say is Champions League rally? that be probably afford? Probably no one at the minute. That's fair enough. Aye. But if you go into fair that night. nine, ten, nine, 9, 10, 11 million pound bracket, you can maybe look to, look at players from just out of nowhere, Club Bruges, you can maybe look at players out of Victoria Pilsen, you can maybe look at players out of all these teams who play big roles, beating big clubs for, for that that club they're at. So there's opportunities to, to find players in around that bracket and I think it was, is uh, it Dave Bruce? Bruce, yeah, mentioned the, the wage cap. Yeah, there's a wage cap and still you can get a good player on, on a good wage sort of 20 grand a week, whatever, they're not going to break the bank from Scandinavian leagues and there's opportunities out there that, that we're missing. In my opinion, we're sleeping on opportunity sometimes, and you see players for with in the past, and they move on, and they're like, poof, it's like we could, we could have if if the, we could have had that." And it's if it pushed the boat out a bit more, they want to go back into history? So there's players we have missed on and, and slept in and over a couple of quid. Do I mean it's meaningless? And at the end of the day, sometimes we, we broke the bank for Edward. We got two and a half good seasons out of him, and he wanted to leave, and we got nineteen million for him. So there's scope there. Their scope to make money and spend money.
0: Right. Well, uh, again, right. I, I'll go back to it, right. We want to sign players that are ready for the Champions League, right? So, Rio Hotati, right now, right, is Champions mm-hmm. League ready, in my opinion, right? Yep. But if if he wasn't at Celtic and we wanted to get him, he's going to cost us 10 million, 15 million, right? Now, because he mm-hmm. what he's done. Right, because he's played in the Champions League, he's been linked with Brighton, it's going to cost him 10 to 15 million pounds to get him. So, we have to spend that on Rio Hatati to get him to help us make an impact in the Champions League. But Rio Hatati alone isn't going to make Celtic make an impact in the Champions League. So, for Celtic to make an impact in the Champions League, they're going to have to spend 10 to 15 million on three, four, five players to to, so make do us, you think, do, to make us as do, do, a team champions league no wait, sorry to make us as a team champions league ready. sorry Steve but uh, th- you then you're going to have the what, 15 20 uh, 30 45 million bracket that's three but play- i don't know three or four players celtic are not going to spend that they, they just done it I celtic are are going to ha- they have to shop in a market and they have to be smart it's not just. I don't see. I don't think Celtic should or need to go out and spend ten million player, eh, ten million pound on three, four, five players to make us. Because at the end of the day, okay, we might get out of the group buying the players, but we might not. And see if we do get out of the group, the chances are we'll get a Real Madrid or someday in the last sixteen. Okay, we've. We've broke out that that group. It's great. We've all enjoyed it, but then after that game, we're beat. We're out the competition, and we're stuck with these fifteen million pound players playing in Scotland, who probably don't really want to be there.
2: But are you know. are you conceding? Are you conceding next year's Champions League group then? Because you basically said no, in a no, roundabout absolutely way. Not. No, you you basically said in a roundabout way they're Champions League rally, but then we need to spend in other areas of the pitch, four or five players, and then you reference that if we get through, we're going to play like a Real Madrid or whatever, so we're going to basically go out anyway. I think for me, that's a, a lack of ambition. We shouldn't be looking at group stage football, saying we don't have the players that capable to, to do that or get into that level. I think like this season, for example, we spoke about it and thought we should have done far better in that group. We all know we should have. we you know I mean? Instead of going back over old things, that group, we should have at least finished third, to be honest then the next season, fast forward, you're going to be using that same excuse next season saying, Oh, we didn't have the players to compete. Mm. So, you know, we have the money there to go out and get a, a decent quality of player, maybe three or four players just sprinkle around that team. Champions League ready, Europa League after that, whatever, make a good run, make a good fist of it. Instead of thinking, Oh, we've got a tate, he's great, but four or five other possessions need filled and that's going to cost X amount of money. But it doesn't matter anyway, because we'll play Real Madrid and get pumped.
0: But you've so,
2: just said sign the players and then
0: play
2: in the Champions League then play in the Europa League. Yeah, so but... When you, there are no Champions League ready. They, they guys in. No, we're not going to win it. But what I'm saying is... No, we'll have the ambition. you're saying we're not getting out of the group. <laughs> what I'm saying, we have the ambition <laughs> to, to do well in Europe and I think personally we should be aiming to win and like so the Europa League. I don't see no reason why we couldn't. So, it's like on one hand we're like we need to do this, on the other hand we're making an excuse. It doesn't marry up, in my opinion. Like The Champions League, I was so adamant about it. We should have done far better. It was a failure. Should have done. And his and it's tenure so far, that's his only big failure, is European football, in my opinion. And then the next season, thinking it's going to another free hit. They're not saying you said that, Ross, but there were people of that mindset saying, it's another free hit. doesn't matter. The Great Knights are back at Paradise. We clap the fucking opposition players off the pitch because they played a good pass. It doesn't wash on me. Doesn't not wash does not watch me? We go and compete. We get points. We're not there as a tourist club. We're not there just to make money. We're there for the supporters who pay their hard-earned wages every week to fucking put a performance out in the pits. We go away from home. 7,000 fans in the Fantastic night. Keep them things up. It's all this pishy excusey attitude saying, I had three or four shots on target. Great. Take them another, another day. Would have won that game. It's a load of bollocks in my opinion. We need to perform far better in European football. We have the the players at the minute that could probably do it. Jada, Hatate, McGregor, O'Reilly, all the untaxed players, Oh, Kyogo. There's no reason why we can't make a good festival the next season, 100%. And we,
0: and we never spent 10, 12 million on any of the players. So oh, why do but, we yeah, need I, to do it?
2: But you said it. You said four or five different positions. Aye, I,
0: I but you're wanting to stay. I, I'm saying... We, we never spent that on any of the players. And we could have maybe got out the the group. Possibly, if we'd spent... If we'd uh, took our chances. You look at it, I don't think... I don't think that we need to spend that big money. I think next season, without spending that big money, we could maybe... I don't know I, don't, I still don't think we'd get out of the group but I think we could make a far better fist of with the players we've got obviously be a couple, couple more added depending on who leaves
2: but well, what, what's your into if, the, if we got the the league would you would you want to get to the final oh aye do you think, would you, but do you think that's a realistic opportunity and possibility for us I will. Rangers done it last season so why not that's my point that's my point Yeah.
0: What's
1: what's your point
2: <laughs> That's exactly That's what point. I mean. If I'm Rangers could do it,
1: sleeping, what was your point
2: there? If Rangers could do it with this, be fair, a far less squad than we have, I feel then like you're
1: arguing against your point here, Stephen. I would
2: I'm would. i not. Now. Why can't we do it? We have a better quality of play. I bear. bet this your one is, are, one is used 10, to, 12,
1: well, we're we're to on spend 10 12 million on a play, you've just argued totally against that,
2: right? Move on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs I've lost, David. Cut that out. I've
0: cut Right. So look at Rangers. They got you
1: for cup final. I can't spend the money. Spent for a
0: call. No. Right. We'll move on to more current affairs, Right lads. <laughs> uh, by the way, I think I might be argued against my point a wee bit as well at some point. Not, right, we have We find ourselves done. into a corner. But hey. Eh, <laughs> We'll move on to, um, obviously, that's the international break over. We're moving into the business end of the season, if you like. Um, A defining April ahead, we've got uh, Ross County on Sunday, then Rangers the following Saturday. I mean, I know it's one game at a time, but Stephen, we won the two games. Are you claiming the title?
2: I'm claiming the title already. But I think it's, <laughs> it's wrapped up and it's halfway or three quarters of the way back to the end party, so it's going to stay there. Um, I don't think it's going to be plain sailing. I think maybe we'll drop a point or whatever here, here or there. Oh. But I think, I think they will drop a few points. I, f- I think the the game against them next weekend is going to be if we win that game, it's lights out. If we go what twelve points clear. That oh. ah, you know what I mean. And the reason the reason why I'm not saying we're going to win every game, you have to be a bit pessimistic as well. You have to expect a slip up here and there, maybe a point drop. But if we go twelve points uh, clear, Fanny, we drop one, we're back to eleven. So it doesn't really mm-hmm. doesn't really influence the matter of things. But yeah, I'm confident. I see Connor Goosham is making noise again today <sighs> with some absolute waffle that they all seem to sprout Aye. about the league not being over and about what was it he said he could said, win it he from say, May or
0: something. Uh, he know, said okay. the, yeah. like the league isn't over. He said we're basically we're not giving it up, but all we can do is win all our games for here at the end of the season and win that league.
2: What league? <laughs> I know.
0: That's what he, that's what he said. That was exactly what he said. So they that... <laughs> basically when Bill came in to the end of the season.
2: Oh, as right, the okay. new as I... the
0: new league. So they want the to win that league. league. To, to, to right, give right. themselves belief. Them, no. No, no, so, right. like Franny, Franny nailed it earlier. Like, if Ranger okay, that's fine. Rangers go and try and win that league. Your wee made-up league, right? But if you lose at Parkhead and we win that <laughs> league, we done a quadruple this season. Then two
2: leagues. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever see that, that Twitter account? The, the fake trophy one. That's another one of that list. And they're like this. Oh, so well done. Well done. <laughs> they're so now. good that. that they, they, must sit and just sit in the dressing room, thinking the shit to say. That's it's mental. I would I mean, be embarrassed
0: Michael, if Celtic Boys were talking like
2: that. Yeah, Michael Michael Beale has somewhat brainwashed everybody in that club to think he's a genius. He's I know. And see for me. There's no improvement since from Broncos, Is there? I the only real tweak I can see is Rand Kemp plays a, a more free type role. That's it. That's the only magic bit of tactics that he's managed to. Come out of his wee fixed bill and I, I, I just don't see it. I think that's, it's shambolic the stuff they're saying, and, and and I know in a way, it's the appease their support, right? It is. It's it has to be. They they cannot believe. They cannot believe what they're saying. Like, imagine go back. In the I know. Imagine they're quoting their thing thinking their season ticket. Renewal. We're not going to win that league but we'll win this one. Please join <laughs> in and I, Brox. <laughs> they, like they, and, and that
0: league <laughs> consists of 80-minute games.
2: <laughs> it's, it's mad. I think, I think, to be fair, we, we have them so far, you said we backed ourselves in the corner. They're literally, they they have backed themselves in the corner with the, the shit they're coming off with. And Sadly, again, have kept their counsel. They've kept calm. I know there was that incident, which you might come, come on to, Ross, with the the headbutt and stuff, but it's it's like why even react to it? Do you know what I mean? We've done our talking on the pitch. We've beat them in important games. We drew at Ibrox, fair enough. We didn't turn up and they played their best. So it's it's madness. The league's wrapped up. I don't even know why that it's nine points. We're nine points ahead. It would take an absolute catastrophe to drop these points. It would, it would let, it'd probably take the whole squad plus the reserves plus the underrated things to be all injured. For us not to win, it's it's magic. I'm, I'm just loving it. And you asked, Franny, if th- th- we entered into a period of dominance. I we're, we're well and truly in one. 100%, I believe. We're I believe we're in a that. big period of dominance.
0: 100%. I believe that as well. Uh, there's no point in asking you, Franny, if you think we're going to win the league, because you've been saying it for about three years. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but hey, uh, after the two games, I'll come to you, Franny, um, we we go to Kilmarnock, uh, in which we play second again. Uh, okay. It's well over more than half of the time. When we, for me, when we've played in different days, that Celtic have played second. But um, I mean, I'll come to you first, Franny, Just your thoughts on the the pesky fixture planner, the computerised fixture planner. Uh, for me, computer. for me, it's. There is a, a definite. It sound I don't want to be like this, but I feel like there is a definite deliberate like act in this where Rangers play first, or they no all the time because he's in! Play, he's of the dark side, <laughs> uh, but they're playing. They're playing a. Uh, they're playing second when they go to in A few weeks time, but uh, for the most part. For, Certainly for the, for the return for the World Cup, right? I could probably count in one hand. In fact, I think it's two, three at a push, Celtic have played first. It's absolutely mm-hmm. unbelievable.
1: Uh, it's and then <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say something else. That no, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, it, is, it is mad when you actually look at it and sometimes you can say it's because we're on telly. But I reckon the majority of the time they've been on telly as well. Rangers yeah, they have, have been. been yeah. they played first and have been the team that's on telly, so it's not like... Celtic I kicked it, off at
0: half-twelve on a Saturday, the Rangers would kick off at ten o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <I, I, I,
1: laughs> Sometimes, I suppose it has to an extent moved because of telly, but it just seems to be moved before yours. But I suppose to totally totally flap it, because obviously it does give them that chance to to claw the but the the points got back by three points, which since the World Cup they've done every cha- they've done it every time they've uh, had the chance. But obviously we've extended, but it must be demoralising for them again. Like I fully like expect them to take full points against Dundee United, the Mora. Uh, and uh, but what's that?
2: The final uh, act generally think... closes the show. That's true. <laughs>
1: and uh, so I feel them to beat uh, Dundee United tomorrow. Ibrox at Dundee United are playing playing great now, but so sort of it should be all barren a, dis- a disaster. Well, say a disaster, all barren uh, certain madness. It will go back to six points going into the Ross County game, and then. But it must be demoralising for them because I, th- I think we'll win. I don't think we'll maybe play. I think we've got a few injuries and stuff and things like that. So, but it must be a bit demoralising again if we then go on to win another game, they're like, oh, well, we'll put the pressure on. Again, they've won. And it's every time they've got a chance to put the pressure on, what's they have done? I, we've got late goals and stuff, but every time, every time we've got a 100% record of answering them back right now, saying, mm-hmm. all right, you've clawed the points back, but we've won. We've won again. So it's going to maybe an if I take it still. I think, like, Stephen, that, I think obviously we'll
0: win yeah, Did you well. see that comment there? that? 17 times. Mental. That's half How many
1: the season.
0: Many games have we won? It's half the season. It's essentially half, half the not. season. Um. Uh, what game
1: How many games have we played? 20? Uh, we're
0: on 20, 20. Yep. We're on 28. 28. 20 29, I, don't I think there's nine yeah. games left. So, it'll be 20, 20, uh, so that, that leaves that leaves nine. Many of the
1: mm. nine have we played first. I mm. do
0: We've, we've not played first nine times. Put it that way. I, we'll, we've played Rangers yeah. twice. So there's
1: seven. Ah, uh, seven. Um, and so, but I so I think it must be a bit demoralising for them. And I think all going well. Obviously, we, I think, I can't see anything but as uh, we're in next week as well to put it to twelve points if the weekend goes how I expect it to do. Then I don't see us dropping any other points up until the split. And then, so I don't know if you've seen, but the King's Coronation is the first day of the split. We can also win the league title the first day of the split. Fuck him. I know, but what a day to <laughs> win it. What a day to win it. <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what a day to win uh, it. It would be nice, but the, that'll get
0: moved.
1: That'll get moved. I know. I know. Oh, there's no. I will be on the Sunday or something. Apparently,
0: it's, Part,
2: it's not getting
1: is it moved. Not?
0: When mm-hmm. is the fixture the the actual fixture list out for
1: well, um, post split? The, the top six has maybe. Uh, oh aye, aye, they need to get that sorted first. I suppose. Like. The yeah. way. So well, I maybe they the way
0: maybe they don't because they just uh, well, anyway, the every
1: are still anyway. So it's working it. It's <laughs> uh, I think most teams out with Celtic and Rangers can essentially get in the top six or drop out the top six. But I think if we get a good result against them. Um, like, beat them in the cup semi final. I think they will. That's, I think their whole season's riding on that game. And I think, oh, of course, it is. I, I, think, I think they, they know that, that as well. In I, I'm, I'm in game. agreement with Stephen that I think we'll drop points between now and the season, but again, where, where did we drop points? Because,
0: uh, listen, you can have it, an off day. Look at this exactly. game, it, it can happen.
1: That's I
0: think, I think if was
1: one day we have had have a rough day in the company. Well, we'll,
0: see, see, to be honest, right? If we beat Ross County the Mora, right? And then, like Steve, Stephen alluded to it, <laughs> Stephen alluded to it.
3: Yeah, uh, If we beat me. Ross County yeah, the
0: Mora and Rangers, uh, no, the Mora, Sunday, sorry, yeah. Rangers win the Mora, and we go into uh, the Rangers game, we beat them. It doesn't no matter if we drop a point, we'll no drop loads of points after that Rangers game at Parkhead. So it doesn't matter where we drop a point, whether it be two mm. points and we maybe draw a game. It won't matter. It won't make any difference. If we win on Sunday and then we beat Rangers at Parkhead the following Saturday, that, that's it. You can just, you can wrap the title up. I'm I'm almost there saying that, but after the two games, if we go to Dingwall and we beat Rangers, it's done. Uh, and it doesn't matter where we drop points, but in terms of that a uh, supercomputer, Stephen. Computer says no. What's your
2: thoughts on that? i um, just first of all, uh, thanks, Michael, for this uh, nice comment. Great podcast, last group. banter. said it before. This podcast more than anything is like sitting in the pub talking piss for your mates. That's all we ever want. All we ever want people yeah, to yeah, have a mate. laugh and join the others and join the comments. I appreciate you joining us, Michael. Um, in terms of you this, this supercomputer, <laughs> well, in What's terms that? of this, uh, call me a can- <laughs> call cut it. Cut in terms of the the supercomputer, I mean, it must be—I don't know—must it must be located in, inside Ibrox. That's it. Must be sitting in the boardroom or something. The the whole thing—it's like the room in that trophy cabinet for it to sit. They put
0: bicycles on
2: it, <laughs> bikes and that was mad. But Franny you you, you Franny made a great point there. It must—I mean, Michael Michael Beale. Watching, for example, his team play first and he, he watches us for one eight the eighty eighth minute. He's in this office right now, he speaks. Right, we're are back in the title race. He looks up, <laughs> Rustin! Bang! He fucking fucked <laughs> Everything everything just doesn't bother us. We roll on. We are a machine. We keep going. And everything's made to be against us. We know this. It's, there's no conspiracy no more, Ross. Your man, David Tanner, who was an impartial sky sports presenter. Has turned out to be the biggest blue nose known to history. Oh. Do you know what I mean? It's the whole Sky Sports Studios. I know they're all mad. And then you look at VAR, no, no penalties in two years against them. You, you look at checking every one of our goals with a fine tooth comb, every wee line. Apparently, now if you're offside, if the lines touch, you're on madness, isn't it? But it's <laughs> it's it's, it's, just, it's the whole thing is, is made for us to feel, and every time we win. Every time we put three points on the board is another fuck you to them across the city. We're there, we're always there, and that's how it always will be. The dominant force in Scottish football is Celtic Football Club.
0: Yes, big man. There you go. That'll do. That'll do for the night. Bye, guys. <laughs> I say hi. I say hi, Mark. Hi, Mark.
2: Oh, what, about, what about me, Mark? No, oh, just, I'm just take, Frally, taking the Ross high and Ross and Franny. Ross <laughs> and Franny. That's it. I dust air for nothing. That, that Buddha behind me. That <laughs> Right,
0: listen. We'll move on for that. Uh, we're nearly at two hours here. It's just a standard pod for the wee Ross. Go for free, movie. eh? But, uh, <laughs> we're go for free, eh? Uh, I just want to touch on, just briefly, the injury update. Briefly, Most of these probably... Aye, most most of he's probably watched Angie's uh, <laughs> watched Angie's presser the day, but just a wee injury update. I did. From I, did. I did. Oh, did you? Wow, it's uh, so impressed. Uh, so instead, impressed, of the, instead of the the, uh, the one I was meant
1: to
0: watch. Aye, that wasn't the presser you watched. That was.
2: If you watched no that way. this
0: morning, the presser wasn't done to about half three today. Ah
1: well, I mean I watched
2: a presser in the bathroom. <laughs> He wants one from last year to follow the (laughs)
0: Right. Right. Anyway, a wee injury update for folk that haven't been able to see it yet because obviously we've been sort of in limbo a wee bit over that two week period of the (laughs) international break but Ange updated his Forest is still a good bit away obviously he doesn't really start that much anyway Ralston and Abada are a couple of weeks away so they're going to miss the Rangers game but again they probably don't start. In my opinion, I think we can cope with that. The ones, the real worries were Hatate and Moy, who are back in training. They'll be assessed tomorrow. They, I, I, I don't see them risking them, uh, but they'll be definitely okay for the Rangers game. And then Gregory and CCV, Maeda are all fine. Maeda can back for uh, the Japanese squad early. But they're all fine. They're going to be available tomorrow. I think all in all, Stephen. Don't know what you think. I think all in all, that's that's good news. Um, like I've said, Ralston, Abada, I think we can cope with Hitati and Moy. I think they're the big ones. Taylor, guys, I've mentioned. What's your thoughts?
2: For a minute there, I thought I was in a Zoom call with a Celtic medical team. That was excellent, Ross. That was some <laughs> some some of the injuries there. I mean, to, to be fair, what was the first ones you said before Atate and and Moy?
0: um Rolston, uh, So Forrest is uh, a bit away still, and uh, Ralston and Abada are a couple of weeks. So they right. will miss the Rangers game.
2: Um, in terms of Atate and Moy, if they're both out tomorrow that could be a bit of a an, an issue. But then, you have to look at it. Turnbull might come in already, but Franny alluded to it before, it's the legs in the middle of the park, and I think you said, Ross, that we lose without a fat because without question, he's the most as a midfield, midfielder we have at the club. Um am not really concerning me at the moment if he's out, because we still have the legs of Jada that can come in there, Haxabana just back in training, so that's not much of a concern. Uh Ralston like again. Johnson's been a powerhouse since he came in, so I'm no 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 real question marks there. Burnaby, I don't understand what, what people's gripe is with Burnaby. I really sure. don't. Can't defend me. Listen to me. That me break it down for you, right? Burnaby will come good. His attacking side of his game excellent. is excellent. He can take players on. He can pass the <laughs> ball. He can whip a good ball in, and he can he can score a goal with all that. Just needs to work on the defending and right. the on hundred percent. Did you see him score against
1: Stephen? He did score a goal. Didn't he have score one this season? Know. I mean, he's not playing
2: many games. Give me a quick one, Ross. Do you start set up your phone? Because I'm pretty sure he did. Nah, I your my... <laughs> I've you got
0: know. my phone there. I don't know I
2: if I... he did. Nah, you know. don't. Tipton he can. His... Burnaby has, but doesn't matter, right? <laughs>
0: Let's not be facetious I... here. Just.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think I think he will come good. I like him. I like the look of him. Don't understand the gripe. He's only really. Had an opportunity a handful of times to to kinda keep that possession in his own. We all know Taylor's first choice at the minute. Um Starfield back (laughs) in, isn't he? Starfield's backfield training. So Kobe Ashley will be on the bench now. Yeah, the injuries are the midfield concerns me, Ross. If the next week and we're without boy and Hatate, just tell you they they're going to be available
0: Hypothetically,
2: hypothetically. All right. If they pick up another knock or something if it doesn't go right. That, that would be an issue. But as you said, they're back next week, then that's fine. I, I have no real gripes. I think we'll take care of Ross County. Um, Malgie Mackay's having a tough time up there this season. I think they're near the bottom, or the bottom club in the SPFL. So, a mm. bit of a, a, a damp squid at the minute up there. So, yeah, I think we'll take care of them. The, the people who will come in, also be quite interested to see if he throws in, like Ben Summers or Matthew Anderson or Boson Lowell for a wee game here and there. So, yeah, quite excited to see Yann line up for Sunday.
0: Listen to Stephen getting his knowledge of the youth team in Just just know. just just pushes it in there for no reason.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> nah, listen. like you say, I think Hatati and Moy being out tomorrow, if the more if if they are going to be it's no ideal, but I think we can cope with it at Dingwall. Franny, in terms of the, the injury sort of update, are you quite okay with it? Uh
1: I'm I'm okay with reading like what I heard the post saying. let say Forest doesn't really start much anyway. Uh, Ralston obviously hasn't been playing much because of the former Aster Johnson. That a bad one. I'm not. I I, I wouldn't say. I, I'm definitely not concerned about it due to the fact that is forming obviously. my injury is not not very serious and stuff, but I would have been more happy with him. Especially at Parkhead, he seems to he obviously as we know he, he seems to play decent enough against Rangers more at Parkhead than Ibrox anyway. And he has had he has had some decent games recently as well. So it would have been nice to have to call him a, as an option, but it looks very very unlikely if you he, if you make it. But I think uh, the big ones were attacking uh, Moy. The fact that he said said what he said about them, saying that the the back training they'll be assessed. Uh, Tomorrow and stuff, but if not ready, they'll be ready for that. Ne- they should. They'll be okay for next week, which I think plays to the fact that they'll probably know. They might be on the bench on Sunday, but ideally they won't be getting used. So I'm, I'm more. <coughs> it was it was the midfield options that I was, I was more interested in and the fact that the two guys, that and Moy, who seem to be okay for for next week. That's. I'm I'm okay with Ross with our stay.
0: Aye, I I'd, I'd agree with that. Uh, and we'll just move swiftly on. Uh, obviously, we know the situation with the injuries now, so we'll, we'll move on to looking ahead to the Ross County game. We'll do our score and lineup predictions as usual. Fran, I'll just come back to you. Just in terms of how you think the game it, itself will pan out, and then give me your uh, score and your lineup prediction.
1: I think it might be. I th- I'm not I'm not going to say a scrap again, but I, at the same time, I don't think we'll, we'll be as free flowing and stuff like that. Maybe not play up to usual standards, just due to the fact that I think there might be more changes than we would expect due to due to injuries and maybe like fitness of some guys and that. So I think maybe just the flow of the team might be disrupted a wee bit due to that. Um, I don't. I say I think. It, I think we'll get, not necessarily a scraper win, but one of the ones where it's just get the result, get the game out the way type of thing, where you, it's just a game you just chalk off, so to speak, on, on the way to, on a league campaign, uh, nothing too flashy, but no real dramas, so to speak, maybe a 1 or 2 nil, just a comfy 1 or something, but I think for me the You're team, favorite. Aye, my favourite <laughs> we hassle, we we hassle-free game, um, <laughs> I think for me the the back four, or back five picks itself. I would I, as much as I just said. I think Bernabeu. I if it wasn't for many injuries, I would have. I'd like him to play, just because because Taylor got injured or went off an in injury before the international break. But obviously he didn't. I don't know if he went away with the Scotland team or not. But he's okay. It, Taylor's fine. Certainly didn't play. So I'm just I'm just mere thinking next week. But I, I think duty. What we're missing further up the park I think the back five For me picks itself Will be Hart, eh, Arthur Johnson CCV eh, Starfield and Taylor I think I think that needs to start Just so you've got a good solid base to, to ball for. I think a Watt will come in In the midfield Just simply because we were talking About legs earlier Tumble and O'Reilly I think It's it's a wee bit slow And the fact that I think the, It's a smaller pitch game Might be a wee bit tight and stuff Um, they maybe just need that wee bit of of pace. So I think it might be him, Carl McGregor, and I think O'Reilly will come in. I don't think Atati or Moy. I think uh, Angie's comments were kind of pointed to the fact that they'll no start on Sunday. And then the front three, I think... I was toying with the idea of dropping... I said, well, I'd be dropping Kyogo. i he got to maybe do that and try and keep him for next week. But I think... Again, just with guys like Moy and Hatati being out, I think I think he'll go with Jota, uh, Kyogo. And I actually think Kaksavanovich will play instead of Maeda. Just simply because again, no big picture might be no a space for Maida exploit. He, he obviously Ripple had a lot 89. had a bit of injury. He obviously had the injury as well when he was went over it and I came back in uh, early for Japan. He's a player I would rather keep for next week against Rangers as well, we all know. What he, what he brings to that game and and stuff, so I think that'll be my my team. Uh, and I'll I'll go I'll go to nil, to
0: nil. Good son, good son. Uh, Stephen yourself.
2: Ah, uh, line up ways. I'll go Hart and Gold Johnson, right back. Uh, Carter, Fickers, Starfelt, Burnaby, <laughs> Iwata, Cal McGregor, O'Reilly, <laughs> Jada, O and Haxa yeah I was trying to make and an
1: that, argument for him, mate. I was trying to make an argument for him. I know, but the, I, the I reason why... why you, I get I why you put it,
2: them in, but... The reasons why is because Kyogo has picked up a knock before, obviously. Taylor picked up a knock before the International day. So keeping them fresh for one more game, another week training under the belt. There's no midweek game to look forward to. Get them that momentum, build it up, build it up, and bring them into the derby game. I think that's perfect. But that team's more than capable of beating the... I depleted Ross County side. As I said, as you said, Franny as well, the pitch is tight, hacks of his technical, Oh, can can hold it up. He scored a cracking goal for Korea mm-hmm. against, against Uruguay, but it was chopped off. He took it in, swiveled, bang, oh. top top oh. right hand corner. It was brilliant. Um Jada, who's been on holiday again during this break, he loves his holidays, that fella. Uh he'll come back hey, in hey, fresh. Hey. And yeah. Hank O'Reilly has a point to prove to keep his position for the Derby game. And I wada just the same. I think he can cover some ground mm-hmm. and be a mainstay in that team next year possibly and as I said, Burnaby just starts purely because Taylor was injured before the international break and I want to give him just another week, another week of preparation yeah. for a big game Ideally
1: up. I would like I, to do the same
2: I would go for me I know it's just hypothetical it? I would go for me 3-1 to Celtic 3-1, alright,
0: listen you make very good points uh, there's no a great deal of difference with the team I've picked uh, I've obviously, the same back five picks itself, and I've went for a water McGregor and in the middle of the park, and weirdly, the, the, the front three is the one that's co- causing the most debate, and I thought it would have maybe been the midfield, but we're all <laughs> in agreement with that. <laughs> um, but the front three, you, Stevens went with Owen Haxabanovich, obviously Jota's in there, you've went with um, Jota, Jota and mm-hmm. uh, I've, I've Brought Maeda, I've said Maeda, Kyogo and Jota, but I totally get you. I, I never really gave that a thought, but you, the fact it's a tight partner, I totally get that. Um, in terms of Stephen, you you brought in Bernabé again. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. It. Um, I'm going with Taylor, I, I, I understand what yous are saying, you you would like him to get another, uh, Taylor to get another week just to have a wee bit more time just to rest up I think two weeks is probably enough I want Taylor to come in and play a game before he plays Rangers I want him to get him a, a, a 90 minutes under his belt to see how he is, how he's got to feel after it hopefully he's got to be okay I, I, Ange says he's okay you don't know what's going to happen but the injury that he had I don't envisage that flaring up because Ange has been obviously been given the assurance that he's got to be okay. But, I mean, again, it goes <laughs> oh, <God. laughs>
2: I don't. Uh, oh, Mark, i not even responded to it. No. Is Mark on <laughs> the videos? Mark's on, sudden. He's playing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I love it, man. <laughs> um, but, aye, it pays to the fact, again, we've got players out: Hatati and Moy we're we're still happy with our teams. They're good enough that the, the team is still good enough to win that game. And uh, I'm in an agreement with you, Stephen, I I've, I've went 3 1 Celtic. Um, but we'll see what happens on Sunday. Eh uh, again I'll go back to it. I want is if we win that game, it's the perfect setup to go into the Rangers game, win that and the league's done. But that sort of, that, well it does not sort of That brings us to the end of the podcast <laughs> uh, We're two hours And That'll eight minutes senior. in It's a wee start Well, I've, I've not got a quiz I've not got a who am I or anything like that Because I just couldn't be fucked man <laughs> Couldn't be asked. But uh, a wee bit of fun at the end Just because it, it's it's happening the morning night I'm a massive fan of him As Franny will know and Stephen will know as well I love Anthony Joshua I've loved him for years, for the start, what a for the prick. Olympics. What a prick! I love him with bits. But just for a bit of fun, he's fighting uh, Franklin the night. tonight. So, just, we've done the predictions for the Celtic game. I want predictions for this. My prediction is Joshua to win by knockout in round five. Franny, what's yours?
1: Uh, I've gone three. for round, I can take does it early, mate.
0: KO third round?
1: Aye. Uh, I think he comes back with a vengeance, like the, the big man.
0: I hope he comes back with that ruthless, like killer instinct. Was,
1: but proper, like when he had somebody hurt, he was the best at taking them out. Like,
0: aye, I, I wanted me bring that back because that's if he brings that
2: back, he's and a he danger.
0: The I the went I think he takes out Tyson Fury. I really do, but yeah. that's another story. No, no, many folk will agree with me in that. Stephen, what's your what's your prediction for that fight tomorrow?
2: Much like Plum's oh, big nugget. Fury. Joshua, who gives a fuck? I, I, <laughs> I don't like the fellow. I think he's a showman. Oh. I think he's a charlatan. I think he's starts in physiques, sixth but he's got, a, he's got a glass jaw. Proved that in the last couple of fights. Mm-hmm. Then he got beat. He shouldn't be anywhere near a world title fight ever again in his career because people oh. who lose boxing fights don't necessarily challenge again. I'm not he the biggest boxing that. fan. Couldn't give so a plan, I just fuck. Just ask he, for a
0: prediction, for a I'm, character I'm assassination.
2: <laughs> I just think. He's a fraud to me, absolute fraud. His last fight, his last fight that he lost, and his wee speech in the ring. Take, do me a favor, will you? Throwing your toys in the prom. crown like a wee bitch. (laughs) That's fair enough. I mean, crown like a wee bitch. Just don't like him. Don't care if he wins. We'll love it if he gets beat. Tyson Fury for me is the, the king of boxing.
0: Right, but what's your prediction for the morning, night before, before it?
1: He's got to go Franklin, isn't he? Franklin round on. one. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: Fucking knob. Call that. Right. Love your arms. You know I love you. I know. I know. Listen, that's the end of the podcast. I thoroughly enjoyed it right up to that last minute, and I've got the fire <sighs> raging my belly. But did you enjoy it? I can't believe it I, I was obviously like, what was that for Any sorry?
1: Fridays are a different gravy,
0: I Mate, I was like, obviously taking notes and setting up that last night and I was like try and keep this doing a wee bit, man it's not want it to be two hours in the morning I'm quite tired, and then it's just like, <laughs> we, we just go off on a tangent, because half of what we spoke Wait, about tonight, I, I never that intended to talk
1: What's that? See, his uh, painting, his canvassing. Joshua, it's Anthony Joshua with a mohawk. For
0: fuck's sake! <laughs> oh,
3: fuck.
0: Ross, <laughs> aye, been listen. aye, I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed hosting. It's the first time I've hosted for a wee while, eh, but um, certainly enjoyed it. And I just want to thank everybody for staying with us for as long as what they have. Eh, and excuse me. Uh, I just, like I'm not relenting on all this shite and I am genuinely know some folks say they are named mm-hmm. they are but if you've enjoyed it hit like, subscribe <laughs> subscribe, <laughs> aye honestly, just do it, because we, we were growing for a while but we've been sort of stuck on I'm not sure of Don't the exact number, I think it's 1.2, but aye, Anthony, Anthony will tell us in the chat the more I'm on once he's watches this back, but um That's the end of the podcast. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Thanks very much for contributing and being on with me. It's been superb. And I'm not even going to leave the pleasantries to you the night, Stephen. I'm going to say my wee thing. Good night. God bless. Love yous. (laughs)